Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. For you, God.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord Tower. This is your brother in Christ, L.V. Sapara. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, this this day, this night, I want to share the word of the Lord with you. Thank you, Jesus. And praise you, Lord. Um, thank you, Lord. I want to begin a, a Bible study. Thank you, Lord. In regard to judging, judging others. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, which is declaring a word over someone else's life. In other words, this is why this Bible study, I actually, <clears throat> hallelujah, I actually want to uh, take my time uh, doing this Bible study. Praise you, Lord. Because I want people to understand by the word of God, when you judge someone else, or when you declare a word over someone else, if the person is righteous before God, if the person has been repenting under the blood of Jesus, that declare a word, which is a curse when it's negative, hallelujah, when it's dead, because God said in his word in Proverbs 18.21, dead and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Dead and life is in the power of the tongue. You can declare dead or you can declare life. When you declare a dead word over someone who is, who, hallelujah, is already blessed by God, is under the blood of Jesus, that word will not come on that person's life. But judgment must return to the person who declared the word. I'm going to prove this by the word of God. Matthew 7, 1. I'm going to go into the Old Testament, but I want to give this short teaching out of, out of Rabbi Jesus. Matthew 7, 1. Judge not, that ye be not judged. Judge not, that ye be not judged. Don't judge other unless you're looking to be judged. When you declare a word, you declare an evil word, a bad word, you either bless or curse. When you declare a curse over someone who is blessed, who the curse cannot come on, because it's under the blood of Jesus, a person who is righteous, which the word points out to very clear from the Old Testament to the New One, God justice, hallelujah, must come to pass here in a judgment. The person that the, the person that declare the word, a judgment will come back to that person's life. In if the person that does it as a Pharisee does it, did it, or as Midian and Aaron did it against Moses, brothers and sisters, the judgment must, must come back to the person and it will be made public by God. God will make sure everybody will hear about it. Praise the Lord, because the word was made uh, public, so the judgment might also be public. I'm going to prove all this by the word of God as we go into this Bible study. So I want my brothers and sisters to understand, praise the Lord, that life and death is in the power of the tongue, brothers and sisters. And that God also said to the, to the prophet Isaiah 4, Hosea 4, 6, that my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. That a lot of the things people are saying or doing is lack of knowledge, biblical knowledge. And, and, and the Lord uh, wants me to teach his word, wants me to bring his knowledge. Because there is a lack of knowledge amongst a lot of people, hallelujah, among God's people, because he says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. His people. 
And so if we have the knowledge of the word, we will know exactly what to say or what to do or how to behave. A lot of Christians don't know how to behave by the word. And this is why in this Bible study, I'm going to take my time teaching this, this, this hallelujah, this word, this teaching, because I want people to be blessed by God. Judge not, Matthew 7, 1, that ye be not judged. Praise the Lord. And the moment the word of judgment is declared, the curse is declared by a Christian to another Christian who is under the blood of Jesus, a judgment might come back to the person according to the word of God. And we're going to go into the word and we're going to explain this patiently, carefully. Praise the Lord. I, I'm going to be giving uh, Bible verses and you can look them up yourself. Make sure you write them down. You keep up with the Bible study. Praise the Lord. And if you have questions, email me to Zappa, Z-A-P-A, 9999, at gmail.com. With any question in regard to the Bible study, anything I said that you did not understand, you can always email me back. Praise the Lord. I have told this to people over the years. If there is a misunderstanding, if there's something I said that you did not understand, instead of saying that I'm a full prophet, you better off just sending me an email and say, Brother Elvis, you said this, and I don't believe it's by the word. Will you clarify this to me? And I have no problem doing that. Because declaring that someone is a full prophet when the person is not, you actually declaring judgment over your own life. And I'm going to prove this by the word. Praise the Lord. And it will not go unpunished. It will not go unpunished. When you call a man a God or a woman a God a full prophet, my goodness, it is a terrible declaration that, that the person is making. And serious judgment will come back to the person's life as they make the declaration. And if the declaration was made public, so the judgment will also be made public. That's why Jesus told the Pharisee that he had never said anything hidden. But everything he has said, he has said in public. So their accusation against him was not valid. That's why the judgment will turn back to them. And this is all unless the person repents. Because God knows, we, God knows we make mistakes. And God is willing to forgive us through Christ. That's why Jesus died on the cross. So we, we can have the forgiveness of our sin when we repent, brothers and sisters. Which is a gift of God. So please <clears throat> understand that repenting is on the table from God through Jesus Christ. But it's up to us to repent. It's up to us. Brothers and sisters, to repent and take it very serious. Take repenting very serious. Turn turn away. That's what repenting means. Turn away from doing what we were doing or saying what we were saying, not doing it anymore. That's exactly what repenting is. Thank you, Lord. So Proverbs 18, 21, dead and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit of. There is a fruit that you will eat. And I know that word abundant, blessing. Blessing. When you're blessed, you will be blessed. Hallelujah. Those that are blessed will be blessed. Those that are cursed will be cursed. And especially those that are cursed, uh, that blesses Israel will be blessed. Those that curses Israel will be cursed. Same thing for the bride of Christ who is under the blood of Christ. Anyone that curses the bride of Christ will be cursed. Anyone that blesses that will be blessed. That's why declaring a word, as, as calling someone false, hallelujah, is declaring a curse. It is actually the current curse, and when someone is blessed, that curse turns back to the other person. And my goodness, the consequence will be seen. That's what Mary and Aaron did. When, when praise the Lord, we can see it in, um, praise you, God. And um, thank you, Lord. Let me see. 
Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. More, uh, hallelujah. In the book of Exodus. Hallelujah. Is it Exodus? I believe it's Exodus. Hallelujah. Well, this is what it says. Hallelujah. Thank you. Aaron and Midian grudge against Moses. They murmur. Or they were angry against. Or they said things against Moses. Hallelujah. And stricken with leprosy. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let me see. Somehow my computer divided. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God is awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Let me let me give you the correct uh, Bible verse out of this. Thank you, Jesus, because now I'm like, where, where is the, the, the verse of the Bible? Here. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Somehow it got uh, lost, but hallelujah. I can look it up real quick. I, I Like I said, we're going to take our time in this. No, no rush. Hallelujah. Because, hallelujah, uh, what Moses immediate, immediate did before God was not biblical or was against, uh, hallelujah, God, hallelujah, anointed one, Moses, and God, when you curse someone who is blessed, judgment because of God's justice must come on the person. This is actually uh, Exodus, 15, uh, Exodus 15. I'm sorry. Exodus uh, number 12. Is it number 12? I'm sorry for the confusion. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. It is actually uh, uh, number 12. Number chapter 12. This is what went about in this situation. Before I go on and explain what a, when for, what a, what what the foundation of uh, the foundation of calling someone false, like false prophet, false teacher, that a lot of people don't understand the biblical foundation, and that's what I'm going to go into when I finish reading this uh, passage in number 12. Meeting and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian women who have who he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian woman, someone that was not of their race. And praise the Lord, they, they they were not happy. They were angry of the decision that Moses made. But Moses was a man led by God. So ensured, uh, ensured uh, what what Moses did was not wrong, because Moses had a had a relationship one on one with God, which we're, we're going to hear in a few in a, in a few moments. Uh, Moses had a direct uh, uh, conversation with the Lord. So this matter was already approved by God. Brothers and sisters, and maybe they did not know that God had approved this. They thought the action was wrong, what Moses had done. But what should what should a, a median and Aaron at this point had done was pray to the Lord, go to the Lord in prayer, and ask the Lord, Hallelujah! I'm sure the Lord would answer them and, and say, Hey, you know what what Moses did is not an evil act. I directed him, or I was the one who put in his heart to do this. Praise the Lord, because God is the one that leads us, and, and sometimes we we do or say things because God is leading us to do it. Amen. In other words, it's what what Paul says to the Romans. Amen. Let me go to Romans real quick, and I want to show you something that a lot of people don't know according to the Word. There are things we can say, Hallelujah, led by the Spirit of God, Hallelujah. That are not wrong because we are led by the Spirit. I'll give you an example. Romans 8, 1. Uh, there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ, Jesus, 
who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. If we are doing things, being led by the Spirit, it's not wrong. It is not wrong. God is born not condemn us. But if someone like me and Aaron, who were very spiritual person before God, they were prophet, very spiritual, but they were very wrong in what they said about Moses. Because Moses was a man led by the Spirit, led by God. God is the Spirit, remember? Moses was a man led by the Spirit of God. Moses knew exactly what he was doing. He would not break God's commitment, brothers and sisters. He would not break God's commitment. Because he was a fearful man of God. Again, here it is. Then they, and then they say, how the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses, how he now spoken also by us, and the Lord heard it. Now, this was pride here. This was pride. A lot of people will say things under pride, which is which also bring condemnation or judgment, bring judgment. Brothers and sisters, if, if we've done something by pride, it's by flesh. And that will bring judgment because it's done by the flesh, done by pride. It's not done by the spirit. Some people offend us, men of God and women of God, by pride. And that is of the flesh. That is not of the spirit. So verse 2, they said, Have the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses, how he had not spoken by us. And the Lord heard it, because the Lord knows everything. He hears everything. Especially what goes up among us as people, his children. He knows what we say, how we live, how we go about our life daily. Brothers and sisters, God heard what Miriam and Aaron said. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Verse 3. Now then, man, Moses was very meek. Above all the men who were upon the face of the earth. Moses was so humble before God. In other words, Moses was a led man of God. Jesus is, hallelujah, the, the greater example of humility. And what did he always say? He came to do the will of the Father. Jesus always did the will of the Father because he was very humble. He is, that's why he never sinned. Because he walked in total humility. You walk in total humility, you'll never sin. That's why Jesus never sinned. Because he walked in total humility. He's, he, told us, he, he taught us to imitate him. To work like he did. Now then the men Moses was very meek among all the men who were upon the face of the earth. And the Lord spoke suddenly unto Moses, unto Moses, and unto Aaron, and unto Midian, because the problem was among them three. It was not among the congregation. But what was happening between them three, mostly them two, because Moses, God spoke to Moses because of the matter. But I tell you this, it was more to them two. They had the problem. Moses did not have the problem. They did it. So now God has to deal with the situation because God is God is justice. Any unjust among his people, he's going to deal with it. He's going to take care of the matter. Now the men Moses, and, and the Lord spoke suddenly unto Moses, I'm sorry, verse 4, and unto Aaron and unto Midian, come out of G3, unto the tabernacle of the congregation, and, through, and, the, and the three came out. Praise the Lord. He took them out of the holy place. In other words, this is not a matter to deal inside my house. This is a teaching here. For anyone that likes, no, let's do this in the church. No. You've got to bring this out. This has to be done among the minister. Why is the congregation being involved in this matters when this, go, when this happens in the church? It is not biblical. It's not so. Verse 5. 
And the Lord came down in, uh, in the pillar of the cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle. Look where God was dealing with the problem. Outside in the door, the entrance. Come out, you three, into the tabernacle of the congregation. And the three came out, and the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle. And called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forward. Now, I'm going to deal with the problem. The problem was Aaron and Miriam. They were the one who were angry at Moses, against Moses. They were the one who declared the word. Because when you speak, you declare. That's why life and this is the power of the tongue. You declare that someone is false when a person is not. You are declaring judgment upon yourself. In other words, understand by the word. I'll keep showing you more Bible verses. Very clear in regard to everything I'm saying. I have lots of them, hundreds of them. Which in this Bible study, it may take two or three days for me to go on about this and teach people the Word of God, what the Word says about these things that are very sensitive matter and great judgment can come out against the person who declare the Word's life. Brothers and sisters, verse 5, verse 6, I'm sorry. And he said, Hear now my word, my words, and if there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in vision, Hallelujah. And I will speak unto him in dreams. This is how God does this with prophet. I'm going to tell you something. I am not a prophet. I've been called prophet. Praise the Lord. When the Lord Jesus came to me, he came to me face to face like Moses. To tell you this, I don't make myself no better than anybody else. But I've been called prophet. But I am not a prophet before the Lord. Praise the Lord. I am just a messenger like Moses. Moses has been called a prophet, but Moses was not a prophet neither. Praise the Lord. There's a very big difference. Moses, in regard to everything he did for the Lord, has been said he was a prophet. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> because Moses spoke the word of the Lord. Moses prophesied the word of the Lord. So that comes to him a prophet. But God... I, I, let me continue on this. Praise the Lord. Because I don't want to go to another topic and then then people say, well, you can, you're going to have to explain this even more. Praise the Lord. But God is saying here, again, verse 6. He said, Hear now my word. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and I will speak unto him in a dream. You see how the difference between someone that God will speak to them and uh, uh, God will show him vision and dream and speak to them. They don't necessarily see the Lord. Moses saw the Lord face to face. This is the difference between a prophet and, and, and a servant. A servant of the Lord, a friend of the Lord, someone who is with the Lord, who will, see, who will speak to the Lord face to face. Brothers and sisters, Moses was not considered a, a prophet in this regard because what he was was greater than a prophet, in other words. Moses was greater than a prophet. You may call him an apostle. I know these people say, wow, first time I hear someone calling Moses an apostle. Well, why am I calling Moses an apostle? I'm calling Moses an apostle. I'll tell you why. Because he spoke with the Lord face to face up on the mountain. He had one-on-one -on -one with God. Praise the Lord. So that for me, Abraham was an apostle. Yes, I, was, I will call him an apostle. Two, just in the regard they had speaking with the Lord face to face. Praise the Lord. Just in that regard, in that regard, don't don't take care anywhere else because this is this I'm trying to make a point here. Verse seven. My servant Moses, look, 
my servant. He didn't, he didn't say my prophet. Aaron was the high priest. And Miriam was a prophetess. Uh, Moses' uh, brother and sister. Amen. My servant Moses is not so. Who is faithful in all my house. Now, God also points out about something about Moses. It is that Moses was faithful in all that God had called him to do in all the house of the Lord. And this, God do not disregard at all. This is very important to God. Whatever we do for the kingdom, however we serve God, if we are faithfully serving him, God takes that into an account. Hallelujah. And all that is also part of our calling. Because look how God treats Moses. Brothers and sisters, verse 8. And it's okay if you don't agree, like me calling him an apostle, for the point that he was face to face with the Lord, just making a point. Verse 8. Well, him I will speak mouth to mouth. Look at this. Mouth to mouth. Other translation says face to face. In other words, Moses was looking at Jesus as he was talking to him. He was looking at the Lord. The first time he saw the Lord in the burning bush, it was just a fire he saw. But in the mount, he saw him face to face. You can find that in the Word. Moses spoke with the Lord face to face, brothers and sisters. Directly, mouth to mouth, in other words. It was an encounter, one-on-one -on -one encounter, God saying. I was speaking mouth to mouth, even plainly. In other words, God did not hold anything back from Moses, brothers and sisters. Plainly, openly, brothers and sisters. Another word. And not in dark speeches. Not in parable. Some people uh, think that parable, like dark speeches, are things that you have to figure out. In other words. Just so you understand me and you don't misunderstand what I'm saying. And the similar to of the Lord should be behold. You see, similar to of the Lord should be behold. In other words, face to face with God. Why then were ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Look how God referred to Moses. My servant. Doesn't say my prophet. He doesn't say nothing else. Just my servant. Just as the apostle were. Servant of the Lord. Called him to serve. He says, if you want to be the greater, serve to the smaller. Servants. That's what we are. That's what I am. I am nothing else to God but a servant. I'm not a prophet. I know a lot of people have called me a prophet, a pastor. No, I'm not a pastor. Some, some people call me title, evangelist, pastor. No, I am just a servant of the Lord. Servant of the Lord. That's what Moses was. That's what I am. Verse 9. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against them, and he departed. Now, why was God so angry at them, Mary and, and, and Aaron? Because what they declare out of their mouth was totally wrong, which became totally evil. See, life and death is in the power, dead and life, I'm sorry, dead and life is in the power of the tongue. You can choose death or you can choose life. If you, if you choose to speak evil, you're choosing dead. In other words, you call someone false that is not, you come against someone that is, that is of God, you're choosing evil. And that evil will kindle God's anger. And it will not be for good. I'm going to continue reading. The anger of the Lord was kindled against them. And he departed. 
And the cloud departed from the tabernacle. And behold, Miriam became leprous, white, white as snow. And Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. Praise the Lord, because of the word she declared. Okay, I'll leave that as, as it is, because I want to now go and explain the significance of false. Praise the Lord. When you false, what, where did the false stand in the word from the beginning? Thank you, Jesus. That's where I want to stand in the word of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God is good, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Jesus died on the cross, so we, hallelujah, can repent. We can make mistakes, and God knows that. We can say something that we did not know, but we can repent, and the Lord will forgive us. What Jesus did on the cross, hallelujah, mercy was, was trial over judgment. In other words, mercy will triumph over judgment. God gives us the time to repent. What Jesus did on the cross will overcome that if we repent. But if we refuse to repent, if we refuse to repent, I'm going also to tell you, what will be the consequence, hallelujah, which is in the book of Hebrew, of someone who knows the truth, who has said something wrong, but refuses to repent, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God is so good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. It's in the book of Hebrew. And praise the Lord. I'm looking at it right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I believe it's in... Uh, hallelujah. I believe it's in chapter uh, 9. I'm looking at chapter 9 of Hebrew. Hallelujah. I believe it's the offering uh, for the sin. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is awesome. God is, but God is good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Uh, praise the Lord. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Praise you, Jesus. Well, this is what it says. You can look it up. I'll, I'll, I'll probably try to put it, add it out to the end. Thank you, Lord. No more sacrifice if we step over the blood of Jesus and we're shed on the cross. It's what the, what the, what the, the writer of Hebrews says. That if we step under, under the blood of Jesus, the blood of the sacrifice, the blood of Messiah, after we have received the blood, after we have been cleansed by the blood, and we, we, we continue to sin, and we don't repent, then the blood cannot cleanse us anymore, because now we are stepping over the blood of the Lord. And that's, a, that's what practically is saying. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because it says in verse 10 of Hebrew uh, 9, or 10, I'm sorry. By this will, we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Thank you, Lord. What he did, the offering he made for us on the cross, will cleanse us of all sin when we repent. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's what I mean. 
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Now the, the, where the remission there is, there is no more offering for sin. Jesus did it for all, for all eternity. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So his blood is good enough to cleanse us. Hallelujah. And then it says, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, here is verse 26. I'm sorry, verse 26 out of Hebrew 10. For if we sin willfully after having received the knowledge of the truth, there remain no more sacrifice for sin. So what Jesus did on the cross will be in vain. If you knowingly, willfully sin, if you know you spoke the word and you know it was wrong, what you said, and you don't repent, then what Jesus did on the cross now will not work on you because you're not repenting. You're willfully sinning. You're choosing to sin willfully. In other words, it's what they're teaching us. But a certain fear expectation of judgment. That's what happened with Miriam after she spoke against Moses. Because she did not repent immediately. She did what she did with Aaron. She said what she said. But there was not a repenting immediately like, like adding and even to God. And they did not repent immediately. The, so the, the, the curse came upon their life immediately. But a certain fear for expectation or judgment and fear and damnation which shall devour the adversary. Now you, the person becomes an adversary of God. He that despised Moses' law died without any mercy and the testimony of two or three witnesses. Praise the Lord. It will die because anything that was said has to be said, has to be with witnesses, and it has to be with proof. And this is when people call a full prophet and they're not proving by the word that they are. They are getting themselves in so much trouble they have no idea. They have no idea what they're saying. They have no idea what they're doing. And this is the dangerous of all these things, my brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. Now, let me, let me go into Exodus 20 now. And, 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 and go into the foundation. Why declaring that someone is false, false? It is a very dangerous thing, especially a brother or a sister, brothers and sisters. To declare that they are false, it is a dangerous thing. Exodus twenty sixteen, Thou should not be a false witness against thy neighbor. This is Exodus twenty sixteen. Thou should not bear for witnesses against thy neighbor. Why is God saying to his people that we should not declare, we should not bear for witnesses against someone? Because in order for you to do so, it will be explained to us later, you have to have proof. You have to have proof. You have to be able to prove it. And so because you are just saying something, you're not proving anything. You're putting your own life in line, in danger, when you declare something. And you're declaring something having no proof by the Word of God. God will not take you for innocent in this case. But, for, but will take what you did for sin. You are sinning when you confess this, and then judgment comes upon your life now. Oh, God have mercy. God have mercy. Exodus 23, 1. Thou shalt not raise a false report. Put not thy hand with the wicked to be unrighteous, unrighteous witness. Look what God is saying. And this is what a lot of people do and they don't even notice. This is why if you're not sure about someone or something, you got to seek the Lord. you got to seek that the Lord is the one revealing to you. 
Now that you don't like the person, or because out of your pride, your own flesh, you're doing this, maybe you're racist. You're saying it against someone because you're racist, maybe. Maybe they're, they're black, they're white, they're yellow, whatever, whatever nationality they are. Even if you don't like their nationality, if you're declaring a word against them, it is a sin to you. Anyone, anyone that does it. I'm writing this. God is saying his word. Thou shalt not raise a full report, put not thy hand with the wicked to be an unrighteous witness. That's exactly when the person, what the person does. Hallelujah. Raise a false report. Say someone is something that is not. Or declare something about someone that is not. That is a false report. And that alone will make you unrighteous right before God, right away. And God's going to have to deal with you or anyone. Exodus 23, 7. Keep thee far from a false matter. Keep yourself far. God is saying from a false matter. Why do God don't want us to be involved in anything that someone say that is false, that you don't agree? If someone is calling someone on Facebook, YouTube, or anywhere a full prophet, and you know the person is not a full prophet, you should not agree with that person who is saying it. If you agreed, if you agreed, you are putting yourself in the matter. Now you'll become unrighteous. Now you'll become Hallelujah. Sinful like the other person who is sinning. And also judgment will come upon your life. That's why the median immediately turned white. Leprosy came upon her completely over her body. Because well, what she done was evil before God. It was not righteous, but it was evil. Brothers and sisters, keep thee far from the matter. Keep yourself away from the matter. Because now your whole body, your whole life, body, soul, and spirit, is involved in the matter when you are agreed. I, I always talk about agreement on the Lord. How powerful for years the Lord has shown me agreement is. When people request prayer, I usually tell people, let's agree. Let's fast. Let's pray together in agreement. Because I've seen over the years, in these 20 plus years, that I've been serving the Lord, how powerful I've been. People have been healed in so many different things. What happens to people's lives that is good through agreement. It's powerful. Keep thee far from the matter. In the, in the innocent and righteous, slay thou now. For I will not just justify the wicked. This is the, the, one of the important points that I want to touch on this. When you falsely accuse someone, which I recommend no one to do, because judgment will come afterward. For I will not justify the wicked. You become wicked. You become sinful. That means you become wicked. And God will not justify you. And justification comes through Christ for what he did on the cross. We are justified by the blood of Jesus, the Bible teaches us. And so the blood of Jesus cannot cover you anymore, your life, because of the act you took, the action you took. If you are greed, if you speak falsely against someone, the blood of Jesus cannot cover you. When the, when the judgment comes, you can even lose your own salvation. Please be careful. I'm not saying you will, because God always gives people a chance to repent through Christ Jesus. Leviticus 6.3 Or has found that which was lost and lied concerning it, and swear falsely in any of, the, of these that a man does, sinning therein. The word teaches us that when we take this action, 
to speak falsely against someone or say that someone is false, in other words, because that's what it's teaching. To say that someone is false, you are speaking falsely yourself. You're being false yourself. When you call a righteous woman of God, a righteous man of God, who is repenting, who is under the blood of Christ, you call them false, you acting falsely in your own life. You're acting like the wicked, and God will consider you as the wicked when you act this way. This is, this is what I, I want to help people understand, because the word of God teaches us, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Why are so many, so many people perishing? Because of the lack of the knowledge of the word of God. And the word is there, but not everyone can see this. Not everyone teaches this. This is the type of teaching that is missing in the congregation today that I tell people about, and so many more. There's so much more that I can share that the Lord has given me over the year or, or shared with me or revealed to me and brought to my life over the year that I can share with people that it will be a tremendous blessing. Oh, glory to the Lord who gave me the word, who has brought this blessing to my life. Thank you, Lord. One of the things my wife was saying, why don't just people consider how God uses you, Brother Elvie? Because he also blesses you. We have no need of anything. God provides us with everything. And you just work for the Lord. You're not, you don't have a secular judge. You just work for God and God provides you. No matter how he always provides. And I said, because uh, people, and a lot of the time they need to see. And, and it's hard for a lot of people to really receive everything we're sharing because a lot of people come from, from, from the environment they come from, they are contaminated with false teaching a lot of the time. But we're here to help people. We're here. We're not accusing anyone of anything. We are here to help people to know the Lord better. I am glad that a lot of, most of the people that have come to the Lord Tower have come to, to know the Lord Jesus and have a deeper one-on-one -on -one relationship with Him. Some people have come to see the Lord, children, adults, have come to see the Lord after they came to the Lord's Tower and have one-on-one -on -one relationship with Jesus Christ, which that is the best thing that it can happen. But there are other people still wavering around, brothers and sisters, but we're still here. The rapture, the trumpet has not sound yet. We're still here teaching the word, the, the word of the Lord, and we will continue, praise the Lord, as, as, as long as the Lord wants us to be here. I know the Lord will, soon will take us out of here. He will take us soon out of here. Praise the Lord. I tell you this right now. We are not going to be here for too long. I know I said this like four years ago and we're still here. But time is shorter now than when we knew the Lord. I tell you this right now. Leviticus 6.5 And all about which has sworn falsely, he should even restore the principle thereof. Now, I, before I continue here in Leviticus, I know there will be people say, oh, you're reading this from the Old Testament. This, these same teaching that I'm sharing you in the Old Testament, I will share this and more in the New Testament. I always done this on the Lord's Tower because I know some people have said, "Oh, you just share this from the Old Testament." No, I usually look up in the Old Testament and I share in the in the New Testament just to compare the two and just to show people that what was said here in these books, the five books of Moses, Jesus also taught about them even in Matthew 7. And so I'm going to share these things. Judge not or you will be judged. This is exactly what Moses is saying, or what God is saying through Moses. If you do this, you will be judged. You'll be, you will be considered like the wicked. Judge not that, we, judge not that you, you will not be judged, Jesus said. Huh. Very clear. the same word. You do this, you will be treated by the wicked. You will be judged. If you judge, you will be judged. 
You don't want to be judged, don't judge. Same thing that Jesus said. Praise the Lord. And so you know that the Word of God don't contradict itself, as many people also say, which is, it's, that, is that is wrong. That is totally wrong. The Word of God does not contradict itself. But people do contradict themselves, but not God. God doesn't contradict himself. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are in total agreement, and they are one. They always been one. They always will be one. They will never separate each other, just in case you wanted to know. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, since creation has been one, they created everything together. They've been taking care of everything together, and they will always be for all eternity together. Thank you, Lord. Jesus Christ is saying yesterday, today and forever. In case you don't know. Thank you, Lord. And all which I have all sworn falsely, he should even restore the principle thereof, show us fifth part more thereof, and give unto him to whom it appertain, and that the day his trans, transpasses offering, trespass offering, so trespass offering, he has to offer a trespass offering. In other words, the person must repent, must turn back to God, because what the person has done now has turned him into a wicked person. And God is going to destroy the wicked. It's clearly in his word. The wicked will have no peace. The person immediately will have no peace. Leviticus 19.11 You should not steal, neither deal falsely, neither lie to one another. Did not Jesus tell that to his disciples? Of course he did. That's why I'm going to share this in the, in the New Testament. Later on, so you see, in Leviticus 19.11, read it again. Ye shall not steal, neither deal falsely, neither lie to one another. When you say someone is false, you're lying about it. Especially if the person is not. If the person is not false, if the person is false, you are speaking the truth. But if the person is not, you are lying. That's, that's exactly what you're doing. You are lying. God will deal with you as wickedly, as a wicked person, because you're lying. You are lying. That's why you need to repent when you do this. You have to repent. There has to be a sacrifice, in other words. You have to come back to, to repenting, to be, come back under the blood of Jesus, in other words, in the New Testament. You have to, because you're lying. You're lying. You're sinning. You are sinning. Oh, God, have mercy. Job 36, 4. For truly my word should not be false. He that is perfect in knowledge is, is with thee. See, Joe spoke the truth. His friends did not. His friends did not. God saw the life of Job in his friends. God knows everything. This is the part, of the, the part of this matter and the part of his word and the part of the teaching. That God knows everything and nothing can hide from the presence of God. If you are treating someone who is not teaching false teaching, who is not lying about the teaching, who is being righteous before God, brothers and sisters, and you say they're lying, you are lying now. It turns back to you. You are lying. See, it doesn't go to the person. The person is truthful under the blood, you are lying now. God is saying, you are the one lying. So I'm going to have to deal with you with judgment now, because you are lying. You have raised your tongue. You have declared falsely against my servant. You see the difference now? Oh, my God. God have mercy. For truly my word should not be false. He that is perfect in knowledge is with thee. So they say that, that, that Joel was not being honest, was not speaking the truth. And when they said this, they sinned. And God says, go, go and make a sacrifice for your friends. God was so displeased. God could not deal with them one-on-one -on -one anymore because they sinned. 
they lost their relationship with God. They were they acted wickedly against against Job because they they rise against Job. That's how you would act if you rise against someone of God. You're acting wickedly before the eyes of God, like Job's friend did. And now Job, great friend Job, had to go make a sacrifice for his friends because of what they did, brothers and sisters. What they did was so evil, was so wicked before God. God was so unhappy with, with them because of how they, 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 they spoke against Job. They should have known better, brothers and sisters. Uh, the reason you may say maybe was an, an, uh, envy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe it was, was envy. Hallelujah. Look what God says to Job in Job 42, 7. And it was so, hallelujah, after the Lord has spoken these words unto Job, the Lord said unto Alipha and Samita, My rap is kindled against thee and against thy two friends. Like he spoke into, uh, hallelujah, Cain, after he killed his brother Abel. God spoke to Cain. Praise the Lord. My wrath, my anger, my my judgment, my judgment, hallelujah, is against thee, kindle against thee, is burning against thee, and against thy two friends. For ye has spoken of me the things that is right. For ye now has spoken of me the things that is right, as my servant Job had. You see, Job spoke the truth. They spoke the lie when they spoke against Job. You see the difference now? This is how God sees, because God is just. God, God is pure. God is justice. God is right. God is pure. Anything impure that comes out of our lips, our mouth, our life, immediately affects our relationship with God. God anger was kindled against them that spoke against Job. And God, look how God said. They, that they did not spoke against Job. Look, my right kingdom against thee and against thy friend, for ye has spoken against me. He didn't say you spoken against Job. They spoke against Job. But God said you have spoken against me, like Jesus told me. Whoever comes against you, they will come against me, Jesus told me. One on one in person. Standing right before him. This is why they sinned. Because they came against Job, and God said, you have, you have spoken against me. That, for ye have not spoken against me, the thing that is right on my servant Job. The things that is righteous, the things that are true, pure. You have not spoken pure word. You have spoken evil word. So I consider you like the wicked right now, in other words. Verse 8, therefore take unto you now seven bullocks and seven rams, and go to my servant Job, and offer up for yourself a burnt offering, and my servant Job should pray for you, the type of Jesus with Job in this part here, as Moses was to, for, for him I will accept. See, when you are righteous before God under the blood of Jesus through repentance, and you pray, God accepts your prayer. They were not righteous, and they were not under the blood of Jesus right now. They were not repenting. Job was, so Job, God could hear his prayer. Lest I deal with you after you fully, and that ye have not spoken of me the things which is right, like my servant Job. Huh? And then the Bible said, Then Alaphah and Tamita, Bedal, Shemunia, and so far, and the Tamita went and did according to what the Lord commanded them. And the Lord also accepted Job. Hallelujah. And all the Lord released Job from his captivity when he prayed for his friend. And also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. 
the righteous will be blessed, but the wicked will not be blessed. So you need to understand. This is why this is a serious matter. Because you need to be careful what you say against God's servant. Because you may declare a word that you think is true, but then you're acting like the wicked. You're declaring a lie. You think it's true, and God sees it as a lie. This is what a lot of people are doing, and they don't even know. My people perish for lack of knowledge. Dead in life is in the power of the tongue. They are declaring dead when that when they think they're declaring life. They are declaring dead, and that judgment come upon themselves if they don't repent. Oh God, have mercy! And I, I see people doing this a lot of the time, and I'm like, oh man, they don't know what they're doing. They simply don't know. See, they don't have the biblical teaching. And that's why I said through this Bible study, I want to bring you the biblical teaching. I want to explain it to you, help you understand what the, what the Word of God says in regard to these matters that are so serious, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. This is a very serious matter. And I've seen judgment come upon people's life because of these matters from God over the years. And it will continue to happen. Why? Because the word of God that came out of God's mouth cannot return back boy. It will do what it was sent to do. As it was said to the prophet Isaiah. So the word that has been spoken, when someone breaks the word, when someone does the evil, the judgment will surely come on the, upon that person's life unless that person repents. But if a person refuses to repent, then not what Jesus did on the cross. That's it. I hope you, re you really understand what we're talking about tonight. Declaring that someone is false, you have to be extremely careful. That's what I want you to be understand through this teaching and understand what the Word says in this matter. Praise the Lord. Psalm 714. Behold, the wicked travail with iniquity and have conceived mischief and brought forth falsehood. You see that the wicked is the one that declares falsehood. Not the righteous, but if the righteous that is acting wickedly now, brothers and sisters, it's sinning. It is sinning. It is a sin to declare something that is not true. It's false. You become false immediately. Psalm twenty-seven, twelve. Deliver me not over unto the uh, unto the will of my enemies. David pray. Psalm twenty-seven, twelve. For false witnesses have risen up against me in such. It breeds out, out of cruelty. You see, when the Pharisee hire Judah and those men to falsely falsify against the Lord, they immediately, if they not repent, will have incredible judgment come upon their life, which they did have. Brothers and sisters, a lot of people have been taken to hell, have seen a lot of uh, some people say Judah is in hell, suffering, burning, and all that. I don't want to go into details about that one, about hell, but I tell you this, hell is real. Hell is real, brothers and sisters. Hell is real. Hallelujah. So David prayed that, that his, his his enemy, for falsely witness, have risen against him. His enemy was bringing false, falsely witness, which is against the law of Moses. And David was in the time of the law. And they, in his time, were raising people to speak falsely against David. They were sinning. In the sin that they were committing, it is a grievous sin, like an abomination. 
That's why God destroyed them. You'll see nation being destroyed that rules themselves against Israel because they were sinning. It's an abomination. It's a great sin. It's a serious sin. And that's what a lot of people are doing today. And they don't realize because they don't know the word. They don't study the word as they should. Brothers and sisters, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Psalm 35, 11. Folk witnesses rose up. They laid to my change the things that I had not known. Here, here's another thing they were doing. Praise the Lord. They laid to, they laid to my charge. They're charging me for things that I had not done, they were saying. You see, you rise against someone of God and you accusing them of things they had not done. Judgment will come upon that person. Acting wickedly before God. That's what the person is doing. Brothers and sisters, God have mercy. Psalm 44, 17. All this has come up, come upon us. Ye have, ye have we not forgotten. Ye have we not forgotten. The, neither have we dealt falsely in thy covenant. David is 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 um defending his cause before the accusation because you have you have the right to say something. If you know you're not doing it, you say I'm not doing that. You're accusing me of doing this falsely. I'm not. You have the right. That's what David's doing. In other words, praise the Lord. But God is the judge. You see, God is the judge in this. Actually, God's Father spoken to me last night. He said he will fight for me. He spoke to me out of a voice. I will fight for you. Praise the Lord. I hope people repent who have accused me of being a full prophet because God is very angry. And they're fighting against God, and God's going to fight. He's going to win. He had never lost a fight. Had never lost a fight. Praise the Lord. If they refuse to repent and turn back to the Lord, great judgment come upon them. They, they might end up like Mary. And judgment will come upon them if they refuse to repent. And everyone who they told that I was false will see them under the judgment. They have to see them because if they do it publicly like on Facebook, the people on Facebook will know when the judgment come upon their life. Brothers and sisters, as they, everyone saw with Miriam, leprosy came on Miriam. Brothers and sisters, so they will see happen to these people. Psalm 119, 104. Through though I preach it, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way, says David. Because you get understanding by the word of God. God gives you understanding, about, especially about these things. Then you have no way to go and accuse someone falsely. I bite my tongue not to do this. And I'm going to speak something about someone that I know is not true. I, I want to keep myself for the Lord. I fear the Lord. Psalm 119, 119, 118. Thou hast spoken, trodden down all them that are erred from thy statutes, for their deceiving falsehood. You see? When there's deceiving falsehood, the person is not standing on the word now. Because they're lying, in other words. They're deceiving. Proverbs 14, 5. A faithful witness will not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. There you go. I say... Brother, why would someone do this? Well, because a faithful will remain faithful. But a false, eventually, if it's not doing it right away, a false will come out anytime and lie. Will say it falsely. 
That's how you know who is a God. That's how that's a way to discern also who is a God and who is not. Because you don't raise against your brothers and sisters and begin to accuse them falsely. If you are a woman of God, if you are a man of God, you don't raise yourself against a man of God or a woman of God to accuse them falsely, knowing you that they are serving the Lord. Because you know you're fighting the Lord immediately if you do such a thing. God have mercy. Proverbs 17.4 The wicked... Thou giveth heed to false lips, and a liar giveth ear to a wicked tongue. You see, why do people listen to these people? Because they like what they're doing. They do the same thing they're doing, so they listen to it. They, they got followers because they do the same thing. The righteous got followers, so is the wicked have followers too. Did, did not the Pharisee have followers? Jesus had his own followers. And the Pharisee had their own follower. Jesus had his own Bible study with his disciple. The Pharisee has their own Bible study with a disciple. Oh, God, I mercy. Proverbs 19, 5. A folk witness should not be unpunished. There you go. This is what I want to explain to people, which I began to say in the beginning. Someone who does this will not go unpunished. God will not overlook this. Father will not overlook of someone who wickedly Come against his own servants, his own people. Does these things, brothers and sisters. That's why Balak, in the Bible, in the book of Numbers, when he came to Balaam, the servant of God, to, to, to curse the Jewish people, God even mentioned him later in regard to, to judgment. Why? Because judgment will come upon the generation. Whoever acts wickedly to his brother and sister, God will not overlook that. His judgment will come upon their life, brothers and sisters. A well, a false witness should be a false a false witness should not be unpunished. And he that speaketh lie should not escape. Neither, <coughs> excuse me, neither will the person be unpunished. Some punishment will come upon that person's life. Some punishment will come, and those that have spoken against me. Many have already seen the punishment. In some other ones, the punishment is already coming upon their life. Same thing against you, against any man of God, any woman of God, anyone that are coming against you, saying whatever, doing whatever, you will see the punishment come upon their life. They will not go unpunished. I'm telling you, I've seen this over the years for so many different times, different people. The punishment of God has come upon their life. They will not escape. Again, Proverbs 19, 5. I'm going to highlight this. I'm going to keep this in my archive. Praise the Lord. Because I know I read this, but I don't remember where it was. Praise you, Jesus. Proverbs 19.5. A false witness should not be unpunished. You see? Once a person false and, uh, uh, falsify, call someone false, speak lies, it will not go unpunished. And he that speaketh lies should not escape. It will not escape. They can say whatever. Oh, no. I do that. No. It will not go unpunished. Some kind of punishment the Lord will bring upon their life because what they've done is wicked. It's evil. They have spoken lies and wickedly. Proverbs 19.9 A full witness should not be unpunished. And he that speaketh lies shall perish. Now he says shall perish. If it doesn't repent, it will. Jesus died on the cross and we will not perish. We'll have an eternal life. But if the person refuses, there's no more sacrifice, said the writer of Hebrews 10.26 and 9. I read it earlier. Praise you, Lord. That's why I'm standing on the Word and teaching the Word. And I'm doing it careful. I'm, we're almost into the hour now. 
I said, I'm not going to run through this and, and just keep throwing Bible verses and explaining, 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 giving so much information with people like, give me some time to eat it. Give me some time to meditate on it. Give me some time to research it. Exactly. Because I'm just giving so much information. Because I can go on for days about this and just explaining so much more there is. I'm still not even in the, in the, in the New Testament where I can give so many verses about it and teach so much about it. Brothers and sisters, because it's all there in the Word of God. Jesus thought about it several times. So many times, brothers and sisters, that we can be hours just talking about it. And, but I will take the hours, some hours, and explain them little by little. Because I was years ago, close to 20 years ago, in a Bible study, where my pastor talked about this for, for hours. And I tell you, it was such a blessing to my life all these years. I receive the word. I believe the word. I'm fearful for God. I'm fearful of God, brothers and sisters. I'm under the fear of God, and I want to stay under his fear. Praise the Lord. And I see people not acting under the fear of God, and that gives me fear. But not, not fear like I'm afraid. No, I fear God that I don't do the same. That's why I fear God. That I don't do the same thing they do because they are behaving wickedly, and that is not the right way to behave. As a Christian, and I know that will not go unpunished. That's why I know. I know, I know, I know personally they will not go unpunished, brothers and sisters. So I will just finish with Proverbs here, which I got a few more verses to go. And then I'll leave it as it is, and then we'll go into Jeremiah, and we'll go on so many, so much more. There's so many verses in Jeremiah about this. Oh, man. Because the, the, the generation that Jeremiah did this so many times. And the punishment they end up getting into, being taken captive to Babylon and losing the children, being killed. All the people that got killed, all the Jews that got killed, and all of them that went captive. It was tremendous judgment that came upon their life for what the, they falsely lied and accused people of things. They accused Jeremiah of being a full prophet. Oh, man, brothers and sisters, this has been happening throughout history, throughout the prophet of the Lord being called false, and judgment had come against those people, brothers and sisters, because they have lied, they have come against falsely. Proverbs twenty twenty three: Different ways are an abomination unto the Lord, and a false balance is no good. See, when someone takes this behavior or this action before God, it is a false balance, has taken a false position, is another word people use. It is no good. It will, it will not go well. It will not go unpunished, in other words. Proverbs twenty one twenty eight. A false witness, a false witness shall perish. We said again, if you don't repent from this, you will perish. We're gonna be clear. A false witness will perish, but the man that heareth and speaketh constantly. Hallelujah. In other words, if you repent, you repent. You heareth hearing and saying, okay, I'm sorry, Lord, I, what I did was wrong. I didn't know what I was saying. Okay, the Lord, the Lord knows we made a mistake again. Proverbs twenty five fourteen. Who boasts himself of, of his gift falsely is like a cloud in a wind without rain. You see, you cannot even boast about yourself. We are just serving of the Lord. That's it. Don't call yourself nothing else that you're not. Don't boast about something that you're not. Praise the Lord. Proverbs twenty eight twenty five eighteen. Thank you, Lord. Proverbs twenty five eighteen. Thank you, Lord. God is so good. He gives us so much uh, opportunity to repent and come back to him. A man 
that beareth false witness against his neighbor, it is a, a man of sword and a sharp arrow. Mouth is a mouth and a sword, a sharp arrow. It is. That's evil. The sharp sword is just cutting people. Just you know, when someone called me a for profit, they think they are affecting me. They're affecting so many young people, young souls that are coming to the Lord. And what did Jesus said in, in, in Matthew about them that makes one of his little one fall? Oh my God! This time, when I go into the New Testament, you're going to see what Jesus said about these things. If you make one of his little one fall, you know the type of judgment will come up on your life. When someone calls me on the Lord's Tower on Facebook and aware a full prophet, they're not only affecting me, they are affecting people that are that are being saved through the Lord's Tower weekly, brothers and sisters. Every week people are being saved. You are affecting the work with the Lord now. Because they have come to the Lord, they have received the Lord, they are repenting sin, they're seeking the Lord, they all of a sudden you come and call me a full prophet. You are affecting the work with Christ. You're making them fall. You're making them go back to sin. And what happened when you make one of his little ones fall? Oh God have mercy. It is such a judgment that will come upon that person's life for affecting one of his little ones. Praise you, Lord. I I will just advise you to repent. Anyone that is that is coming against me is coming against anyone, calling them a full prophet when it's not true. Hallelujah. Because the judgment will come and it will not delay. For surely it will come. Thank you, Lord. I'm writing the day on this. Praise the Lord. And I'm telling you, I hope this this message will bless your life. And I'm going to come with more. Here's another teaching of mine. Praise the Lord. Another audio. Stay tuned for more. Praise you, Lord. Shalom. Blessing, 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 my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Tonight, we're going to have a wonderful program. Hallelujah. Because we're going to be talking about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The one that, matter, that matters to us. Hallelujah. No one else matters to this world more than Jesus Christ, hallelujah. We need him more than ever, praise Jesus, hallelujah. The hour of seeing Jesus face to face is approaching, and it's approaching fast, hallelujah. Very soon, hallelujah, you and I are going to see Jesus face to face, hallelujah. Are we ready? Are we ready, hallelujah, to face Jesus? Are we ready to see him face to face, hallelujah? That is the question for tonight, hallelujah. What are we going to say when we see Jesus, hallelujah? Praise the Lord, hallelujah. That we kept the faith, that we pursue holiness, that we wait for him. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Um, you know, what are going to be our, our thinking when we see the Lord, hallelujah? What are going to be our question when we see Jesus, hallelujah? Because we're going to see him very soon. Praise God, hallelujah. And, and, you know, praise the Lord, hallelujah. And he, he says in his word that the bride has made herself ready. Are you making yourself ready to see your Messiah, to see your God, to see your Savior? Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. When you are looking at Jesus' eyes, hallelujah, what are, which word are going to come out of your mouth, hallelujah? Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let me, t let me tell you what happens to me when I saw the Lord. The first thing that, that, that comes to my mind is I am not worthy. 
I am not worthy, Lord. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But again, by his mercy, by his mercy dying for us on the cross, by him shed his blood on the cross, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Um, and that's why we are here serving him, hallelujah. That's why he is going to bring us to his presence, to heaven. Praise Jesus, because he is so merciful. He is so good, hallelujah. But he is demanding from his bride holiness. He is demanding that his bride seek him now, more than ever. He is demanding that the, the, his bride prepare herself to meet him, hallelujah. And that we know that he's holy, he's, he's pure, hallelujah. And if we keep this in mind, we will purify ourselves every day. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So the question is, hallelujah, what are we going to tell the Lord? I love what Amy says, I love you, Jesus. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. That is so beautiful, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And, and I, also, I also have said that, that, had come, that those words had come out of me when I seen the Lord. I love you, Lord. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. It's all by his mercy and love for us. He cares so much for us, hallelujah. He's not demanding much from you and I, hallelujah. He is not requiring much for you and I, that we obey him, that we keep his word, hallelujah. And, you know, experts say that the Bible, a four-year-old can read the Bible. A four-year-old not only can read it once they start reading, but can understand what the Bible says. So the Bible, the word of God is made so simple for any of us to understand it. You don't need to go to college to understand the Bible. Hallelujah. And many people have not even gone to high school. And they can read and understand the Bible. The Bible, hallelujah, has been made so simple for us by God. God wanted it this way. Praise Jesus. To give everyone an opportunity to get to know him. Hallelujah. My sister Ashley is on the line. I want to put her on. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hi, Ashley. Hey, how's it going? Shalom, shalom. Shalom to you. Um, I think that's awesome what you were talking about. Like, think about it. If we start, if we all started seeking God at age four, that some of you guys out there have, I mean, like, imagine how far, like, we've come, you know, like, looking back. So I think that's awesome how you were talking about that. Amen. No. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So the Lord God Almighty have made the Bible, His Word, very, very simple for anyone to understand. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. A, 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 he made it that a children, a child, can open up the Bible once they start reading the Word and understand what those words there says. Hallelujah. It talks about a God who loved His creation. A father who loved his children. That's how children see the Bible. Hallelujah. This big giant father, Abba Father, who loved his children. Hallelujah. And, so, and who's disciplining his children, who tells his children, look, um, that's wrong. Don't do that. Don't do that. Do this. Do this. Do it my way. My way. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And when we see the Bible as a child, and we understand the fundamental message from our Father in heaven, praise Jesus, hallelujah, who loves us so much, who cares for us so much. Praise Amen. Jesus, that gave us his best. 
Jesus Christ is his best, gave us his best to come down, down here, hallelujah, and die on the cross, hallelujah. And again, why did Jesus came, hallelujah, loving Jesus, why did loving Jesus have to come, hallelujah, a, a, a man with no sin on him have to come, hallelujah, and take our sin upon him because there's nobody else that can do this. Nobody else that could take our sin upon him and die on the cross, hallelujah. No, no high priest was worthy, praise Jesus, to enter the heaven like Jesus is, hallelujah, to die, hallelujah, to offer himself as a sacrifice for us, hallelujah. Praise Amen. the Lord, hallelujah. So as a child opens up the Bible, praise Jesus, and Leviticus, and the child Start seeing a priest, a man, who, in obedience to his creation, brings an offering as a, as a sacrifice to God, to Daddy God, okay? And he brings this offering to Daddy, hallelujah, telling Daddy, I am sorry. I am sorry. I am sorry. And then he apologized also for the sins of his brethren, hallelujah, as his brother and sister, hallelujah, what a great brother who goes and do something like this. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And when we see the Bible as a children, we look and see the Bible and understand it. Then we understand that we have a big brother, hallelujah, who went, hallelujah, as a big brother should do, hallelujah, and went to justify the, the mistake of his younger brother, hallelujah. The mistake his younger brother made he went and apologized to the father and said, Father, my brother has sinned against you, Father. Would you please forgive him? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. But the father would say, well, I require more than that. But then that big brother, because he's a loving, caring brother, he says, okay, Father, whatever you require, I'm a young brother. Okay. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I will give you, Father. I will do for you, Father. In obedience to you, because I love you, Father, I will do that for you, Father. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And that's what Jesus did. That's exactly what he did for you and I. The Father required that his son will, 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 will give a, a, a holy sacrifice. Hallelujah. We know that man went and brought bulls, hallelujah, to, as a sacrifice for the sin of the people. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So Jesus knew the requirement of the Father. So as a loving brother to us, hallelujah, he went and did this. He went and did this, hallelujah. For now that big brother, hallelujah, praise God, needs a bride. And that bride becomes you and I. That big brother, hallelujah, needs a bride to bring to the Father. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And that bride needs to be ready. She needs to have a a white dress with no spot and no wrinkle on that dress that as 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 the praise Jesus, thank you, thank you very much, hallelujah, for listening to the show and for joining us, hallelujah, thank you very much, hallelujah, praise yeah. God, hallelujah, <laughs> go ahead, Ashley, um, do you want me to share my testimony? yeah, go or, ahead, go yes, what, go ahead, okay, so um. I had this friend, and we went, uh, me and her, and um, 
this other friend of mine, we went with her church to this Christian concert, and, you know, they started laying hands on each other, and they were praying and stuff, and my friend, she allowed this one guy to lay hands on her, and I chilled with her probably three weeks ago, and we were talking and stuff, and I was telling her about, like, when you lay hands on people, you know, you transfer unclean spirits. Like, if you have unclean spirits in you and you lay hands on someone, you transfer unclean spirits from that person to the other person. And so, um, yeah, she was telling me how she let this guy, um, she realized, oh, yeah, I let this guy lay hands on me when we were at that Christian concert. And, you know, ever since then I've I've been feeling, like, these like depression and like these lustful issues. There, there's these lustful issues going on, and she said she started feeling, even starting to feel the attraction towards the same sex. And I was like, well, yeah, that's that's an unclean spirit. And you know, the Lord He led me to actually, you know, um, cast those demons out of her. And glory to God, like praise God. But um, I, I was just, it was such a blessing for Him to give me that opportunity because that just you know, revealed to me that the spirit realm was just that much more real. And, um, yeah, uh, we, yeah, he used me to cast out, like, five demons that were in her. And uh, there was depression, lust, anxiety. And she also, um, she was taking medication for it, too. Um, And when you take medication, you know, that oppresses the spirits. And, um you know, those unclean spirits, they don't want to be tamed. And oh. when when you're trying to tame them through medication and not through the glory of God, I mean, you're going to have to end up going up in higher dosages of medication. And Amen. she was telling me that. And that was one of the other reasons why it. I think personally that, that it took so long to get these demons out of her because she was taking medication that was opening doors and I was allowing more spirits to come in. It was just making things much more ickier and messier. But glory to God, she um, he healed her from depression, anxiety, lustful mm. issues, and mm. she she feels so much better now. She feels like there's just been a burden, a weight lift off of her shoulders, and I just thought I'd talk about that. So, Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Ashley. And that, yeah. that's important, Ashley, because, see, another thing is that we were talking last night was that we got to be careful who lays hands on us. Hallelujah. And and the way the Lord had taught me to do this is if if someone is, is uh, calling people to come up, come forward for prayer in a meeting or anywhere, and I will, I will ask the Lord whether that person can pray for me. Pray, Jesus, mm-hmm. if, it, if it's okay for that person to pray for me. And the Lord will tell me yes or no immediately. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Usually because um, he don't want us to get contaminated, especially by demons. And let me yeah. read what, what, uh, what, um, what Paul said to Timothy in 1 Timothy 5.22. Do not be hasty and laying on the hand or do not share in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. And another Bible says, hallelujah, lay, uh, lay hands suddenly on no man. Do, do, I mean, don't do this, uh, Timothy. Don't lay hands suddenly on no man. Neither be partaker of, their, uh, of other men's sins, hallelujah, but keep thyself pure. Pray Jesus, hallelujah. So Paul, uh, hallelujah, warned Timothy not to do this. 
not to go ahead and run laying hand on people. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So um, if we if we ask the Lord, hallelujah, whether we can do it, whether he wants us to do it, the Lord will lead us. And a lot of people, they've they been okay. They might just um, want to go forward for someone to pray for them, you know, to receive strength from the Lord or something or an anointing. And when they go forward for prayer, they find out that they come, be, they come out worse that, 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 when, that when they went in for prayer. Hallelujah. So, so that teaches us, hallelujah, that not everyone, hallelujah, it's, it's, um, it's uh, I won't say qualified, but it's not everyone is ready to lay hands on other people. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And, um, Thank you. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And a lot of people, after I say this uh, yesterday, they, they started emailing me in regard to this because they had other people lay hand on this, hallelujah, on them. Praise God, hallelujah. Uh, and, and, they, and they ended up uh, getting things that they, was, they weren't expecting. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Any minister, hallelujah, that, that, that likes to pray for people, must do what Paul told Timothy. Hallelujah. Uh, go, hallelujah, find find yourself approved by God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, that's true. That, right, that is true. Hallelujah. My people uh, are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That is true. That is really true. Hallelujah. And the best thing that we, can, we have that we don't use much is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will lead us to all truth, Jesus said. So the Holy Spirit will lead you to whether that person can pray for you or not, or whether you can pray for other people or not. In a lot of cases, you get that the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, will tell you, I want you to pray for this person. Hallelujah. And it happens. The other person gets blessed or the other person gets delivered. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, which that happens a lot. But there's a lot of cases when there's people who are not ready to pray for other people. And I won't say that these people are demons. Hallelujah. There's a lot of cases like that, but not everyone is a demon up there, I'm saying. So uh, a lot of cases, um, there's people who are not bad people, who don't have bad intention, praise Jesus, hallelujah, but they ignore the work of Satan, hallelujah, and they have, they have either sinned, hallelujah, uh, uh, the day before or, or, or that day, and they haven't repented their sins, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And, um, and you also read in the Bible that Jesus laid hand on people. So this, this is not uh, anti-biblical. This is biblical. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's biblical to lay hand on, on uh, the Bible says, on the sick and they will recover. Okay? And Jesus laid hand on people. I, I read that today on the Bible. Praise, as, I, as I was looking for this in Timothy, I found out, I believe in Matthew, that Jesus laid hand on people. So it's biblical. It's definitely biblical to lay hand on people. But, you know, again, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Um, you must be uh, uh, approved by God, says, says Paul to Timothy. Make sure you're approved by God. Praise Jesus. And another word that God says, it's okay. It's okay for you to do this. Don't go on by your knowledge, by your biblical knowledge. Don't go on by other people telling you to do it when you know yourself that yeah, you probably sin. Hallelujah, and uh, sin is an open door for the enemy, and the Lord, and the enemy, let me tell you something about the enemy. If you give him an open door, 
He will take it. The demons will take it. They're not going to say no to an open door. In another word, praise Jesus. And they will come against you. This is why our battle, hallelujah, hallelujah, our wrestling, says another translation, is not against flesh or blood, but it's against principality, demons, and the air. So we struggle not against flesh and blood. Remember that. So these demons, when you sin, when you give them an open door, they are going to take that open door, and they are going to come and do harm to your life. And if you are not careful, if you don't have the discernment from God, if you don't have the wisdom from God, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Um, if you don't have the wisdom from God, they will, they will use you, hallelujah, as a channel to curse other people. And it don't mean you are evil or bad. It don't mean that. But it means that you are careless. In another word, you're not using your wisdom from God. You're not using wisdom. And the devil is going to take advantage of that. Yes, go ahead, Ashley. Um, I actually have to get going now. I'm sorry, LV. That's okay. No, that's okay, Ashley. But, Thank you for sharing um, that. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show. It's such a blessing. Amen. All right. Yep. Thank you, thank Ashley. You. Have a good night. All Bye, right. everyone. Thanks for listening to me. Bye. Mm. Uh, God bless all of you. Glory Amen. to God. Bye. <laughs> Take care, Ashley. Bye. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So it don't mean it don't mean that 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 because this happens, you are evil, this and that. But you want to be a vessel of blessing. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You want to be a blessing to other people, hallelujah. You want to be you want to be used by God and not the enemy. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So a lot of people, when this happens, hallelujah, and I say this because I saw another case where this evangelist prayed for this young man that I know. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And he was very affected by it later on. Hallelujah. He says that demon came on him. And he was not the same anymore. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So again, people of God, you know, I know this man of God did not meant to do what he did, but he, 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 he had, he has sinned and he had, did not repent his sin. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And um, praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, he did not repent his sins on time. See a, lot, see, a lot of people have a habit that when they sin, Praise Jesus, hallelujah. They don't repent um, right away. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. They don't repent right away. They say, well, I will repent later. I'll do it later. Praise Jesus. I'll do it later before I go to bed. Hallelujah. And a lot of times they do forget to pray. They do forget to repent their sins. And what the enemy does, it uses that. And this is why a lot of people have nightmare. A lot of people have nightmare. Demons comes into their sleep, hallelujah, and gives them all kinds of horror while they're, while they're sleeping. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. The devil takes advantage of them being careless. And this is one of the things the Lord, I remember he took me out of my body once up into his throne in heaven in the first level. And the Lord rebuked me, hallelujah, because I, I, I went to bed, hallelujah, and I did not repent all my sins. Hallelujah. I was being careless. And the Lord came and rebuked me very harsh about it. Hallelujah. And he says that we 
must be ready at all time. Because we don't know the day or the hour when he is coming for us. Hallelujah. He really rebuked me harsh, the Lord. Hallelujah. Because I wasn't ready. I had sin on me. I went to sleep and sin. What would have happened if the Lord would have come for me, for his church, for his people, while I was sleeping with sin? You think I would have gone to heaven? Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Yes, the enemy. Thank you, uh, Tommy. Hallelujah. The enemy does send people, hallelujah, to uh, uh, people that look like human, okay, to come and shake your hand. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And, 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 a, and a lot of this happens. Hallelujah. You, when, you, when you shake hands with a demon, a lot of times you feel like you lose your anointing. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. You you feel like you lose your anointing right away. And a lot of people have said to me, I don't know, brother, but um, I was very anointed last night. Last night the, the presence of the Lord was so real on me. And I went and, 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 and uh, hallelujah, uh, talked with this person, just talking with a demon, just talking with a demon, hallelujah. And, and my anointing, the person felt dry after that. The anointing just went away. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And yes, a lot of this happened, yes, and I'm going to explain this to you, the way I had learned it from the Lord. Okay, when you deal with demons, you're always going to run into trouble. Okay, why did the devil want to have here? Praise Jesus. Why did the devil want to put demons down here on earth looking like human? Okay, one of the reasons is so he can use this so, so he can use them against humans, okay? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He can use them against um, a human. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And and this is why the daughters of man, hallelujah, when the, when, the, when the fallen angel came, the Nephthali and all of them came to them, they fell in, they fall in such a sin, hallelujah, they fell in such a sin because they got involved with them. They they listen to them. They they probably handshake, they hug, all of that. Because when you get involved in that relationship, all that comes part of that. Hugging, kissing, all of that. Talking. Remember, uh, uh, there's got to be communication on the relationship. You hear that a lot, right? There you go. The devil uses us against us and takes advantage of us. Because we say, oh, uh, a relationship cannot stand if, if, if we don't have communication. And the devil hears that, and he laughs. He laughs. But again, it's because we don't ask the Lord. We're not seeking leading from the Holy Spirit. So the devil takes advantage of, of us being ignorant, not going to the Lord. Again, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is why he takes advantage of us in those areas of our life, because we're not going to the Lord, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, for this, hallelujah. And again, when you are talking to the demons, you will always get a negative from that person, I will say. I will say, hallelujah, but it's not a real person, again. Okay, you will get a negative from that person. You feel there's something from that person that is coming to your spirit that is not of God. You don't get peace from them because you're not going to get peace from Satan, neither his demon. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. You don't get peace from them. You don't get presence of God for them. Hallelujah. You don't get the things, hallelujah, 
that you will get from someone who is, who is a human and who is truly serving God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And someone says to me, um, there's someone, Elvie, that I, that I used to listen to for many years, hallelujah, and this, this, this supposedly she is a woman of God, Elvie, but I don't get no confirmation from the Lord about her. I don't get peace. I don't get the presence of God from her. I don't get the anointing, Elvie. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And, and again, I, 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 you know, praise the Lord, hallelujah. I told this person that what you want to do is you want to ask the Lord again. And whatever the Lord tells you it is, that's what it is. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And, 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 and again, you don't, you don't get nothing from God through a demon. You're not going to get it. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So the demons, this is, what they want, this is what they want you to do. Okay? They want you to pray for them. And then the moment you go ahead and pray for a demon, you, hallelujah, are getting cursed. You are getting attacked, in another word. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And you don't even notice. You feel the effect later on, but in the moment you are doing it, because in your heart, you are, you are being willing for, and you think you're being obedient to God by doing this. Hallelujah. But God did not call us to pray for the sons and daughters of the Nephilim, or the sons and daughters of Satan. We are not called to pray for them. Hallelujah. We are not called to love them because they are demons. Again, hallelujah. And we fall into all this again because my people are perished for lack of knowledge. Okay? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And when you read, like I was reading earlier, Timothy, hallelujah. And let me get there. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Because I want to share what I was reading in Timothy. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Because this, this, this helps a lot. It really helps a lot. And we, we, we always got to um, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Um, go into the Bible for reference, hallelujah, because um, this helps us a lot, hallelujah. Listen to this. First, First Timothy 4, verse 1 says, the Spirit, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, talking about the Holy Spirit, clearly say that in the later time, some will abandon the faith and follow the deceiving spirit and things taught by demons. Hallelujah. Okay, now, okay, we got to stop here. We got to stop here. Hallelujah. And we got to um, bring, uh, we got to read this word with, with understanding. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, that's why I don't do it. That's really why I don't, I don't jump and pray for people. Hallelujah. I don't do that. Hallelujah. Now, the Spirit clear said, who is the Spirit? The Holy Spirit of God will lead you and I to all truth. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, why were some people in these last days, why would they, say the Holy Spirit, that they will abandon the faith? Why would the Holy Spirit say such a thing if it's not true? <laughs> why would he say this if it's not true? Hallelujah. And why, why would they do when they, uh, when they are fallen? Another word. When they are fallen, what do they do? They follow deceiving spirit and things taught by demon. Okay, let's stop there for a minute. Let's stop and let's understand what Paul is saying to the churches, to us. Hallelujah. Okay, now, Paul is saying that there are demons 
hallelujah, uh, teaching things. Hallelujah. But now, uh, it won't be a demons that you cannot see, okay? Because in order for you to be listening in a class, in a Bible study class, you will have to have a human teaching the Bible study. Hallelujah. And Paul says, <laughs> Paul says, hallelujah, that this human teaching the Bible study is a demon. <laughs> it's a demon. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what Paul says. Hallelujah. So he looks like a human. This teacher, this, this teacher, given the Bible study, let it be a woman or a man. Hallelujah. He looks like a, like a person. Oh, 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 hallelujah. But Paul says, hallelujah, that they are demons. Hallelujah. And how is it that Paul taught Timothy this? He taught all the brethren everywhere about this. And why is it that our churches now are not teaching this teaching that Paul was teaching them? What's going on? Where do we, where do we leave this teaching behind? Where? Why aren't we teaching this in the churches? Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. To doctrine of devil. I like that. Doctrine of devil. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for doctrine of devil. I really like that. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. So uh, how is that these devil are giving Bible study and radio on television, on the internet, everywhere. And how come, my question is, how come my brothers and sisters up there do not know that they are demons? When the, when the primitive church knew, hallelujah, that they were demons. Paul knew it. Paul taught the church. Why aren't we teaching the church? Hallelujah. Can someone please answer me that question? That's what I want to know. Because when the Lord started showing me this in his word, and he started pointing these things out to me. Hallelujah. I was like, what? Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. What? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's there, and I never saw it. I was never thought about this. The Lord has to reveal this stuff to me. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So why is it? that This is an old teaching. This is nothing new. I'm not bringing to you nothing New, hallelujah, I'm bringing to you a no Bible, a no teaching from the primitive church. They taught among themselves, says the Bible, this teaching about these demons teaching the word of God. And we, a lot of people, are just hearing this now. I mean, I got email from people, Brother Elvi, oh my goodness, I went and read more about this. The Lord started showing me more. This is new to me. I did not know this. Oh, my goodness, Brother Elvie. They are, like, all shaken up by this. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, um, so demons are teaching the Word of God, and they are deceiving people. But now, we encounter them. Uh, hallelujah. They come, to, they come here to the chat room. They come here, and they join the program, these demons. They want people to pray for them. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. They want prayer. Because they always say they always need prayer. I mean, I remember one of them that used to visit me in my house, a principality the Lord revealed to me. 
And he will always come to my house before, before the Lord revealed this to me, asking me for prayer. He'll be coming and lay hand on me. I don't feel good about this. I don't feel good about that. He always needed prayer. Hallelujah. And you know what? A lot of time I was fasting. I was in the presence of the Lord. And when he will come and I will pray for him, it was like my anointing walked away from me. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It was like my anointing. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, that is awesome. Amy, that is awesome testimony. Thank you very much. For several years, demons used to, to I used to see demons until you started praying the repentant prayer two times a day. They will come in, in your room, hallelujah, at night and keep awake, will scare me, but I don't see, hallelujah. So you don't see them anymore. That is so good, Amy. Thank, thank you very much, hallelujah. That is so awesome, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. See, you see, when you repent, again, I'm going to explain this again. When you repent your sin, from the moment you were conceived on your mother's womb, to this very second to the Lord, and you repent every single sin that you have committed, Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Let me tell you what happens. Hallelujah. When you repent all your sin and you ask the Lord to cleanse you with his blood, hallelujah, to, to cleanse you, to purify you and all that, hallelujah, what you do is you overcome Satan by the blood. Revelation. Can someone please look that up for me in Revelation that we have overcome him by the blood? Please someone look that up. I believe it's Revelation 13. Hallelujah. But I could be wrong. Please someone please look at it for me. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. You, over, you overcome the enemy by the blood. So you want to have the blood of Jesus cleanse you from, from all unrighteousness, from all sin. So you can overcome the enemy, praise the Lord, hallelujah. And the enemy will have no, nothing on you to accuse you of before the Lord. Because the enemy will use anything you give him to use. If you sin and you don't repent your sin, the enemy will use you to accuse you, hallelujah, and then he will attack you in different ways. Demon can come into your house. I mean, I remember when we started teaching this stuff in the beginning of this year, there was this woman, hallelujah, who a demon, praise Jesus, yes, yes, yes. Uh, this demon used to come into her property. The human used to threaten her. They used to speak to her and all that, hallelujah. And praise Jesus, hallelujah. And it was horrible. She, she, she wasn't in peace anymore. She didn't know whether to keep on serving the Lord. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, Revelation uh, 11, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of his testimony. And they loved not their life until death. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, Luke. Hallelujah. And Jesus, my rock. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And, Nicole, if you want to come on and share about this, hallelujah. I know you were talking to me a little while, hallelujah. If you want to share, you, you can go ahead and call the program, hallelujah. You can, you can join the program, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So, um, so we overcome the enemy by the blood of Jesus, by repenting our sin. This is so important that we do this, hallelujah, because a lot of people, they get in trouble. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Uh, with, the, with the enemy, I would say, and with the demons, because they're not using the tools that God has provided to us through his son, Jesus. What Jesus did on the cross, he defeated all of them. And all the promises are in Jesus. So this is why when you repent to the Lord 
Eh, hallelujah. In the blood of Jesus cleanses you from, from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Then the enemy has nothing on you. You're, you're pure. You're cleansed by the blood. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So there's nothing there for the enemy to take it before the Lord and say, look. Look, Lord. Amy did this and did that and that thing. She hasn't repented for that. I want the right to attack Amy. He cannot do that anymore. And I'm sorry for using the name of Amy. Hallelujah. But she was the, front, the first one that came to mind. Praise Jesus. Oh, Elvie. I will say Elvie. Praise Jesus. I don't want to offend anyone. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because, see, if we have nothing, there's nothing he can use against us. Hallelujah. So this is why, hallelujah, it is it's, it's so, so, so important. It's life and death that we repent. It is life and death. If you are a Christian, if you are a born-again Christian, you have a relationship with God, please do not take for granted repentance. Repenting, it's so important. It is life and death, especially in these last days when Satan is watching the children of God, seeking for a way to attack them, seeking for an open door to attack them. He is watching us 24 hours a day. He is watching us seven days a week. He is watching us 365 days a year. Hallelujah. He got demons watching us. They are watching every step. Everything we do during the day, they are watching that we make a mistake and we forget about it. Hallelujah. So they can go and accuse us and have the right to attack us. And all this happened within seconds. See, a lot of people say, I just, I just sinned 10 minutes ago or a minute ago, and I'm already feeling attacked. This is how quick all this happened. It happens real, real quick. We don't understand it because, see, see, Satan and all his demons, they operate outside time we are in time so that means everything that happens here is running in time they are not running in time they are running out of time hallelujah and because they are they are moving in the spiritual world hallelujah they can move faster they can move faster than time so before a second go by they already have accused you and they're already attacking you hallelujah because they are outside time hallelujah and time do not affect them, but it does affect us. Of course, they are affected by their sins. That's why they look so ugly, because they are affected by the sin that they made. Hallelujah. And as long as they go on with sinning, with sin on them, they are affected because they, they cannot repent. God will not accept their repenting because they were, they were fully capable. Hallelujah. They were, they were fully knowledgeable. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, a lot of cartoons, hallelujah, they have demons on them for sure. We, we, I don't let my children watch any cartoon, hallelujah, that, that, I, that, hallelujah, that I feel that, that they have, when I get the sermon that, that they have demons on them, I, we don't let them. So our son don't run into this, into this problem, hallelujah. It is very important, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And a lot of kids, they get attacked by demons through cartoons. And a lot of, like by Pokemon, an example, yes. And a lot of, a lot of people, hallelujah, don't, don't, don't realize this, hallelujah, that, that demons, even when they're watching television, demons can come out of the television to attack them, right through the screen. If you can look in the spirit, right through the screen, you will see the demon coming out to attack people's mind, to attack their body, to attack them in different ways, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So this is why we gotta be so. So we gotta have wisdom. We gotta ask the Lord to give us wisdom about that. The thundercast, yes, 
They are very, very evil cartoons. Hallelujah. And they curse. They do so much. Hallelujah. And then they know how to do it. Hallelujah. In, in ways that, that uh, um, we, 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 get, we, get, we don't understand it with our spiritual, uh, with our ears, but our mind, our conscience can cut the message that are sending out to curse us. And they curse people all the time. They do it in movies all the time. Hallelujah. Uh, one of the brothers who was taken to heaven, Ricardo, one of the things the Lord revealed to him was that uh, um, there was this, this man, hallelujah, this, this car- cartoon maker, who 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 um he he goes into a dark room and the demon comes and give him the idea on how to make cartoons and he is very famous there's a lot of his cartoon on television he's a millionaire or maybe a billionaire hallelujah making them hallelujah and the demons are the one that gives him the idea to make this cartoon for children's hallelujah and I believe he I don't know if he mentioned the name of this yes a lot of them from from Japan and hallelujah this car, evil cartoon hallelujah. So, because this man was being, he, he, um, there was an interview about him where he says about this. They say, how do you make so these cartoons? Hallelujah. Yeah, Disney has a lot of evil cartoons too. Hallelujah. They are very evil. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So this is why you got demon on television teaching our children all this junk, all this evil. Then our children don't behave hallelujah, the way we expect them to behave. Praise God, hallelujah, in a godly manner, and then we get mad at them. Hallelujah. We get real mad. And some parents, they beat up their kids because they're not behaving good. Hallelujah. And it's because they let them watch anything on television. They put the cartoon network there, and they let it run with all these evil cartoons in there, and they get contaminated. And there's a lot of cartoon and cartoon network that your children should not be watching them. Hallelujah. Because they're practically demons there. Demons are using this cartoon to, to really uh, speak to, 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 the, to the children, to curse the children, like Harry Potter. These are evil, evil, evil movies, too. Hallelujah. And a lot of parents let their children watch it. And you got to be very careful with this stuff. Hallelujah. Very, very careful. Hallelujah. You had three demon face appear in, my, in your mirror when my son got some cartoon I had to throw them away. Wow. Praise Jesus. This, it's real. What we're talking about is real. This stuff really goes on all the time, hallelujah, and, and we, we got to be re- real careful about it. We just got to be real careful about this stuff, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah, because a lot of people, hallelujah, a lot of people get attacked, hallelujah, with all this stuff on television, and, and they don't know how to go about it, hallelujah. And this is why we got to teach this stuff on the program so people can be aware of all this stuff and people can really watch out because all this stuff are very real. They are very, very real, hallelujah, and they go on all the time. The devil uses all these cartoons and all these programs on television to curse people, to come against people, to attack them, hallelujah, in the middle of the night. Some people see demons in the middle of the day in in their rooms and and all that stuff. Why? Because, hallelujah, the demons get a hold of them, hallelujah, and pray Jesus, hallelujah, and, 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 and people get caught up into that. They get fear. When, once the devil put fear on you, this is why repenting fear from the devil, this is one thing the Lord taught me, to repent fear from the devil. Hallelujah. Because what the devil does with fear is he gets fear into you, uh, like with, through movies and stuff. Hallelujah. Scary movies and stuff. And when you get, when you get that fear from the devil, that is an open door for the devil to attack you. Hallelujah. 
So when you go and repent fear, hallelujah, and you ask the Lord to set you free from this fear, praise Jesus, hallelujah, uh, the devil won't not have that open door to attack you. And I, I, I'm telling you this because I was attacked a couple of years ago by fear from the devil, hallelujah, and the devil started playing game against me, hallelujah. And I went to the Lord about this, and the Lord went, hallelujah, and revealed to me fear from the devil. I went and repent that, hallelujah, and what the Lord revealed to me, that that was my fault. Again, you don't want to be blaming the devils and the demons for what they do. They are evil, and that's what they do, okay? That, they're evil, and that's what they do. They attack people, hallelujah. So why are we responsible? Because we ultimately, we open the door for them to do this to us. We are the one that opened the door for the Satan and his demon to attack us, hallelujah. And, and if we take full responsibility for, for, for the sin we commit, for watching these horrors movies, for letting our children watch these evil cartoons, hallelujah, and all that, and we repent those before the Lord every day, praise Jesus, hallelujah. When you watch something that you should not watch on television, you got to repent it before the Lord, hallelujah. And then you ask... Then you ask the Lord when you repent of sin to close the door, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah, to close the door, hallelujah, with his blood, his holy fire, and his holy spirit, praise Jesus, hallelujah. This is very important. I'm sharing this new with people, hallelujah, so they, they learn the uses. Yes, the devil uses subliminal, um, subliminal message, hallelujah, to, through the television, hallelujah, to come through your eyes, hallelujah, to contaminate your mind, to dirty your mind, hallelujah. And what this does is, hallelujah, it contaminates your mind, and then the devil can use your mind against you. He can put dirty thoughts in your mind. He can put a lot of things. Like I get people who, who write to me and say, Alfie, oh, how do I overcome these dirty thoughts that come in my mind every day? Like I think, guys tell me, I think about women, I think about this and all that. I imagine them in my mind and all that, and I sin all the time. It is so horrible. I want to quit it, hallelujah. And first of all is, that the first thing you want to do is, hallelujah, you want to ask, you want to repent to the Lord what you have watched or what you have done or what you have thought in your mind that was dirty, hallelujah. Once you, once you repent of that, hallelujah, you got to stop watching what you've been watching on television or on the Internet. Again, hallelujah, many, many brothers, hallelujah, go online to watch naked women on the Internet, hallelujah, and that would dirty their mind. So how do you overcome this? First of all, you got to repent that, and you got to stop it. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. If you know you are weak when you go online and you to walk these naked women, you got you to gotta stop going on those, on those sides. And first of all, put a firewall on your internet that will block these things right away. Hallelujah. And, and put a long password about it that you will forget about it. Don't write it down nowhere. Put a long password on, on your firewall that you will forget about it. That the only way you can get it out is by deleting your computer or something. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And every time you go into one of these websites, hallelujah, that uh, uh, will block those websites, hallelujah. You won't be able to watch this anymore. And what that does, hallelujah, is it helps you. It helps you. It might not stop you from this, but it helps you. And then start watching those dirty movies too. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And that's what you do is you repent your sin to the Lord. Okay, and then you ask the Lord, once you repent your sin and you get the peace that the Lord has forgiven you, you ask him to cleanse your mind with his blood and his holy fire. 
cleanse your body, soul, and spirit, and to cleanse your mind and your heart. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, with, with, his holy, with his blood and his holy fire. It's very important that you do this. Hallelujah. This will help you a lot. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And then you ask the Lord, after you do all this, you ask the Lord to give you a hedge of protection according to Joel 1.10. And a wall of fire, according to Zechariah 2.5. Hallelujah. It's very important. The hedge of protection, the wall of fire. Hallelujah. These things helps you from being attacked from Satan. You ask the Lord to put a hedge of protection on your mind. That the, de- the de- demon thoughts will not come into your mind. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. To block those things away from your mind. And then you ask the Lord to help you stop sinning. It is very important. That we go to the Lord and we say, Lord, help me to stop sinning with my mind, with, with everything in me, hallelujah. And the Lord will help you. Cry out to the Lord. Don't be afraid to cry out. Cry out if you need to. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. It's so important, my brothers and sisters, that we cry out to the Lord. Hallelujah. And we understand that He is a merciful God. And He, because He is so merciful, hallelujah. He, hallelujah, is going to help us, hallelujah. Remember that we serve a faithful God. He is a good God, and He will help His children, hallelujah, in time of need, hallelujah. I'll take a break, and I will be back.
He is coming for his people. Hallelujah. Very soon, my brothers and sisters, we're going to be out of here. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But before we go home, we got to preach the word. We got to tell people that Jesus loves them. Hallelujah. That Jesus died for them on the cross. Hallelujah. That he is coming for us very soon. Hallelujah. And as a bride, we got to be ready. Hallelujah. I don't know how many of you pray for spiritual wisdom. Hallelujah. Spiritual wisdom and spiritual discernment. Hallelujah. This is very important, my brothers and sisters, that we pray for these things. Because this will help us understand what is going on up there. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And um, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. A lot of, th- of times we don't understand what's happening because we're not asking God to reveal to us what's happening. Hallelujah. And um, people are focusing on a lot of things except going to the God, praying to Him and asking Him. Hallelujah to give them spiritual wisdom, hallelujah, to give them spiritual understanding, to help them understand, hallelujah, what's going on out there, hallelujah, to give them discernment, hallelujah, and God will give it to them. God will give it to us if we ask for it, hallelujah. All we got to do is ask, and he will give it to us. Ask, and thou shalt receive, Jesus said. It's there in the word of God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And we need these things, especially in these last days. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord to give you discernment, how the things that are happening up there with times and days and hallelujah in the sermon of his coming to give you signs of his coming, hallelujah, to give you dreams, vision of his coming. And the Lord will do this for you. He will he will give you vision of it. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. If you ask him with faith. Hallelujah. And again, a lot of people say, So how do I how do I do this? How do I do that? Well when you ask you want to ask with faith. It's very important that we don't doubt God while we're asking. Hallelujah. That when we approach God, we approach God with faith. And when we approach God, we're expecting that he will give us what we are asking him. Hallelujah. And I remember the other night asking the Lord to give me more about what is coming here soon. To give me more revelation of what's coming soon. Hallelujah. And that's when he gave me the 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 the, the revelation when I was um, I was in a uh, riding a camel from from New Jersey to New York City, Hallelujah, and praise the Lord, Hallelujah, and he 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 showed me Hallelujah the destruction that had already happened, Hallelujah, and and it's good to see after it happened, so not, and now before a while was happening, praise Jesus, Hallelujah, because then you know what's the. What's going to happen? The aftermath, hallelujah. And how our governments here and all that are going to react to what is coming. And again, they are preparing now, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, for, for, a, um, for, for a, a, a martial law 
if, if, if we have an emergency, hallelujah, praise Jesus. Yes, we will pray for you to be bold, hallelujah. And you're very and you're very quiet person, Amy. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Yes, we will pray for the Lord, hallelujah, to give you bonus, Amy. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. We know you love God anyway. That we know, hallelujah. And you are a wonderful person, Amy, hallelujah. I wish I could, ha I could have you on the air sharing with us, hallelujah, the thanks of God, hallelujah. But I understand that you're very shy about it, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And that will help you a lot. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Um, if you can share with people what it does, you encourage other people uh, uh, to, to, to seek the Lord. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And that's what we do. We're encouraging one another with his word. Uh, with, the, with the Lord coming, the return of Jesus Christ, which is so it's so important, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And, you know, praise the Lord. I also want to have Tommy more on the show. I, we already have her once, and it was such a blessing, the revelation she got about about the wedding of the Lord, hallelujah, that is going to happen very soon. And to some of you who are not aware of the, of the dream uh, vision that our sister Tommy had, it's, it's on the Lord's Hour com. You can look it up, hallelujah. And it's up there, hallelujah. It's a tremendous blessing, hallelujah, to us, what the Lord gave gave to her our sister Tommy, hallelujah. And it's been a tremendous blessing to a lot of people who have gone and, and have read it, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. The audio is also on, on the archive. You can go back and listen to the audio. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Like a lot of people, hundreds of people go back to the archive. And they listen to the old message and then the revelations the Lord has given us, hallelujah, about about what's coming, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, because this stuff is coming, and it's coming soon. Again, what you need to watch out is, hallelujah, uh, uh, my brothers and sisters, is that we don't be deceived by, by, by demons, okay? And what, what Paul tells Timothy, hallelujah, teaching our demons, hallelujah, because the, what the devil does is, when the Lord used someone to put a word up there, the devil will go ahead and will raise his son, will, will, will raise his people to go ahead and put word up there, too, that sounds similar. Hallelujah. But again, it's a lie. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It's a lie. It's a lie because nothing true will come out of Satan. So what he does is he goes and lies to people because he's the father of all lies, and he has his demon put words up there. Hallelujah. That sounds similar to a lot of revelation we get. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And and then he'll confuse people. Because they, they see a lot of people, when the Lord gives me a word, and I go ahead and share the word, or when other people got get a word, do you know what they do? They go, they go and compare the word to what a demon has ha said. And they say, but Brother Elvi, you're saying this and that, but this, 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 other, this other person, they say, has said this and this and that. It's contrary to what you are saying. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But you know, again, what what when I when I when the Lord had me uh, made those video on YouTube, one other thing I tell people in those video is, okay, if you don't believe what I'm saying, that is fine. Go and go to the Lord in prayer. Hallelujah. Go to the Lord in prayer and ask the Lord. Okay to reveal it to you, to confirm it to you one way or another, if it's a him. If it's not a him, okay, you want to know that. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Because one thing I asked the Lord is, was that, please, Lord, confirm it to your people. And the Lord said, yes, I will do that. And then a lot of people who went 
uh, and ask the Lord, the Lord said, yes, it's mine. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. So, you know, a again, you can go ahead and ask people. You don't. Uh, you can go ahead and ask the Lord, I'm sorry, hallelujah. You don't need to say, um, Brother Elvis, right, okay? You don't need to say that, okay? Uh, you don't need to say that, hallelujah, if you don't have the Lord confirm it to you. Again, you can go to the Lord. You can go and ask the Lord, hallelujah, to, to, to reveal it to you or confirm it to you, hallelujah. And the Lord will, hallelujah, it's not Amy, it's Tommy testimony. Uh, Tommy was the one that shared uh, her revelation from the Lord on the program. And then uh, um, uh, it's, it's on the Lord's hour that come. The Lord's with X. With S, S. The Lord with S, hallelujah. The Lord's hour that come. You can go there, hallelujah, and, and that's our main webpage, hallelujah. And you can go ahead and read it there, hallelujah. It's a tremendous blessing. Hallelujah. My brother Chance put it up on the website, hallelujah, and it's going to help you a lot. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So again, the, what the demons, the devil wants to do is put, put out his word up there. And, and, and then what, what God has revealed to his people to share with his people, then he, he, he because these demons are, are, are twisting the word, okay, then he'll confuse a lot of people. Then people don't know what, what, which way is up, hallelujah, or what's going on. Thank you. Thank you, Roger, hallelujah, for posting the hallelujah. And, and they get all confused. People get all confused because people say to the demon, oh, so how is it that you got this revelation, but other people are different? Other people, God, that I know are different. They say, well, uh, this, this is what's going to happen. And people blindly say, go ahead, and they say, yes, that is true. Amen to that. They say, no, 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 no. You don't need to say to, you don't need to say amen to anyone, unless you get the confirmation from the Holy Spirit of the Lord. This is very important, my brothers and sisters. This is life and dead because there are so many people like like Paul said to Timothy, falling teaching our devil, teaching our demons out there. Hallelujah! And they are very very confused. They get to the point where they don't believe in the rapture anymore. And you wonder why there's so many people up there who don't believe in the rapture. Okay, listen to this. Again, the Father talks to people down here about the rapture. Jesus talks to people about, about the rapture down here a lot. The Holy Spirit talks to people down here about the rapture. Okay, and, and, and some people may get a revelation from angels about the rapture and all that. Okay, now, all heaven... It's expecting a rapture. God is expecting the Holy Spirit and the Lord is expecting a rapture. And why is it that there are mega churches, including pastors and ministers, teaching against the rapture, saying that the rapture is not biblical? Okay? Saying that the rapture is not biblical, that the cut up in the air is not biblical. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. When the Father is talking about it, Jesus is talking about it in the Holy Spirit. Now, who is right now? My question to you is, who is right? Is God right or are men right? <laughs> hallelujah. And something I have learned from the Lord is, hallelujah, I want to hear from people. Who is right, men or God? I, I, I want to get some answer about this. Praise Jesus. So, so I hope I'm not, in, I, I'm not in the wrong page here. I hope I'm, um, praise Jesus, hallelujah. <laughs> praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. 
So if God is talking about the rapture, the Lord and the Holy Spirit, why is there so many mega churches in America and in Europe teaching against the rapture? Who is right? Is God right, or are these or are these mega churches, ministry, and pastor are, are, are right? Who is wrong? Who is wrong now? We already established that God is right always, okay? And then who is wrong? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Of course they are. Of course they are. That is a simple math. That is a simple math. Hallelujah. They are wrong. Uh, Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. People are always wrong. (laughs) We are always wrong. And God is always right. I have learned this from the Lord. God is always right. We are always wrong. This is why I can only believe God. This is why I can only listen to God and the Lord. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because we make so much mistake. And, and the sad part is, this is the sad part about all this. Okay. Let's say I'm wrong. That's fine. Oh, hallelujah. Let's say, no, I praise Jesus. Let's say these ministers are wrong. Because we know they are because they're teaching against the rapture, okay? But you know what's the sad part about all this? They are teaching thousands and thousands and millions of people, hallelujah, they are teaching their, their wrong belief. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Can you believe that? Thank you, thank you, hallelujah. Elaine Touch, hallelujah. Thank you, Elaine. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. We better get right. We better get right, or we will be left. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the sad part about the false teaching against the rapture is, okay, that um, they are wrong about it, and they are teaching all these people all these false teaching against the rapture. Hallelujah. Which when the Lord, I remember when I wasn't believing in the rapture. And the Lord, and the Lord, Hallelujah, clear me up. I will say, Hallelujah. The Lord said, Hallelujah. Uh, amen to that, John. Amen, Amen. That I really liked when you came on the show, uh, John, and you share, Hallelujah, uh, the verses in the Bible about the righteous, and how you had the point of view that you that you brought your teaching and all that. And we're gonna have you again, Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, because I sometimes I feel like a Lone Ranger on, uh, on the program uh, teaching about this stuff because I get so much um, messages from people who, 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 are, who are speaking to me in a way saying that I'm wrong about this. Like someone was saying to me, Albie, you are the only one teaching about the rapture. Where did you get that in the Bible? Someone was saying to me. So I, a lot of time I feel like a Lone, a lone Ranger in this. I truly do. Hallelujah. I, sometimes I feel like I'm the only one teaching the rapture because I get, I, you know, I get ministers. I get all kinds of people around America and the world that tells me that where do I get the information about the rapture, the caught up in the air? Where do I get that teaching? Who taught me that teaching? Where do I get it, they say? Hallelujah. And it's not about that I'm right. It's about that the word of God has been spoken the Word of God is right. It's in the Word of God. Hallelujah. Paul said he heard this from the Lord that we will be caught up in the air. Praise Jesus. When we will meet the Lord in the cloud. Lord says like a thief in the night, 
He will come for his people at a time that you and I do not know. Praise Jesus. It's there. And they say to me, Alvi, where did you get this teaching? Who taught you this about this rapture? That's not biblical, they say. And it is so sad. It is so sad. Because, hallelujah, they have so much people following them. These people donate all their life saving to them. They make millions of dollars. They're driving limousine. They got very expensive houses in the Hampton. I mean, they, they are really enjoying life. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And they're not concerned giving to the poor anyway. They, they got millions of dollars in their bank account. Everything is going great. They are traveling to Europe anywhere for vacation. Everything is fine. So they don't want to hear a guy like me come on the, on the program like this saying that they will be a cut up in the air very soon. It kind of trapped them. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And I, I told people this. I told people this. I used to give my money to the 700 Club. Okay. Hallelujah. And, and the Lord revealed to me that they are not giving to the poor the money that they are collecting for the poor. Okay, they're not giving a 3%, hallelujah, of the money, praise Jesus, hallelujah, of the money they're getting for, that they're collecting from people. They are collecting, hallelujah, here in the United States, millions and millions of dollars, the 700 Club, hallelujah. And, 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 and it's so sad, Pat Robinson, hallelujah, and it's so sad, hallelujah, Praise Jesus, hallelujah, that they're collecting this money, this money, and it's going to their pocket. They are pocketing this money. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And the poor are not getting the money that they claim, they, claim they, they are going to give to the poor. Hallelujah. You know, and I listen to this. I was speaking to this brother from Africa. Hallelujah. And I was speaking with this brother from Africa. And, and, you know, and I was curious because you got all this organization in America, hallelujah, collecting money for the poor, okay? And I, I asked this brother, brother, you know, he was telling me, Alvy, you got to go to Africa. And I said, why, brother? There is a great need in Africa, brother Alvy. And I said, brother, and I said, brother, but wait a minute. We have organization here in the United States which I supported myself too, okay, asking for money for the poor in Africa. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Okay, and they're supposedly they are getting, okay, yes, the poor in Haiti are also suffering. They are getting millions and millions of dollars a year being donated to them for Africa. And this brother says to me, Brother Elvi, I can name with my, with my five finger, I can name the few organizations, the few people, groups that are given to the poor in Africa, Brother Elvi. People, the poor in Africa are not getting the money that these organizations in America claim they are given to them. And I was shot. I said, Brother, how is this possible? Don't tell me that, brother. He said, Brother Elvi, come to Africa with me. Come. I want to take you to the poor town, to the poor. I want to, I want to show you the poor dying for food. I want to show you what's going on, Brother Elvi. Come with me. Just come to me for Africa. And I was planning a trip to Africa. 
But everything is on hold right now. Everything is on hold right now. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But if the Lord, I just renewed my passport, hallelujah, uh, a few weeks ago. My spouse, I got a new passport now. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So I, I can travel. Okay. If the Lord allow me to travel, I will be traveling soon to Africa. I want to go see for myself. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. What this brother told me. He says, LV, I sincerely tell you this. And, you know, he's not judging people. He's not judging people, hallelujah, because right now I'm supporting Africa, okay? I'm supporting Irish ministry from Africa. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And, and again, I tell people, if you support us, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, my rock, hallelujah. If you support us, we're supporting them. We are supporting them. If you support the Lord's hour, I know the Lord will bless you greatly. I, I recently got an email from a sister, hallelujah, which I wanted to read to people. She has a small business, hallelujah. She wrote. She just wrote to me today, I believe it was. She has a small business. She just started giving to the LordsHour.com, to this program, okay? And she says, Brother Elby, I usually get work, not much. But since I started giving to the Lord's Hour, I have more work. I got more income coming in than I ever had before. She says in the email, my job has multiplied. The Lord is blessing me. She says to me, hallelujah. He is blessing us big time. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So, hallelujah. If the Lord says to me, hallelujah, my son, if they will, if they will support this program, I will bless them. I will bless them, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. So, I want to encourage you to support this program, hallelujah. But I also encourage you to support Irish ministry. I'm going to post a link, hallelujah. This is a great ministry from Africa. And my, my, uh, Jesus, my rock, knows about this. Hallelujah. They are wonderful. You can look them up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Haiti, uh, Haiti Baker. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. She has video online where she goes to, the, to these towns and different places. Hallelujah. And she hand over stuff to these children. She, she takes them home. She feeds them. He dress, she dresses them. She picks up Kiev on the street. Hallelujah. To help these children. Hallelujah. This is a small organization, nothing big, nothing big, hallelujah. And they are really great, hallelujah, in Africa. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. They really help the children a lot. The work they do, not many people are doing. This is a hand-to-hand. Every penny she gets, she spends on these children, on these homeless children, homeless children, hallelujah. She is supporting them big time, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. So again, if, if I know, I know, the Lord has me pray for your finance, hallelujah. And I'm getting email from people, hallelujah, who are being blessed. Hallelujah. And I encourage you to support this program. We are supporting this organization in Israel, David Tan, hallelujah, in Irish ministry in Africa, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I tell you, hallelujah, uh, um, they are very grateful for what we're doing for them, Hallelujah. I, I, ha, I have uh, made my, my, my promise with the Lord, hallelujah, that from every money I get, I'm going to support the poor in Israel and in Africa, hallelujah. And I'm keeping it so far, and I'm not going to break my promise, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, because I love the Lord, and I want to go to heaven. I don't want to steal one penny from you. I want to say this. I do not want to steal one penny from you. You know why? I don't want to stay in the tribulation. I don't want to stay. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So I, I want to go to heaven. I want to be with the Lord. I want to meet you in heaven. 
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God. But since I was told in heaven, how important it is to God to give to the poor. Hallelujah. God, hallelujah, expects people to support the poor even with a little bit. Hallelujah. Sometimes I get $20. And, and our, when I check the account, there's $20 donation, $30, $10. There's not much. This is not much. It's not much money. But you know what? Hallelujah. That little money, hallelujah, it's helping the poor. That's what's important in all this. That little money that we're getting, it's helping the poor in Africa and in Israel. That's the important of all this, that we're doing our part. We're doing our little here, hallelujah, and we know, hallelujah, that the Lord will continue to bless his people. He will open the doors to heaven. He will provide. The good thing is that when bad economy comes, as you support the poor, God will make sure your income is secure. I have learned this from the Lord. As you obey God in this, hallelujah, God will make sure, hallelujah, that your income is secure. Now, I was given to the, to the 700 club, hallelujah, and, 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 and they told me up in heaven that they are giving less than 3% to the poor. Less than 3% to the poor. The Lord is so mad about this. He is so mad. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. But you know what? Even when I came down from heaven, I did not close my account with them. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Because I had given them my credit card to take the money out of my bank account. They just stopped doing this like three weeks or, or, or a month ago, taking money out of my bank account. Because I, I changed my credit card number, and they couldn't take it anymore out of my old credit card because I canceled my old credit card. But I, didn't, I wanted to stop giving money to them because they are not supporting the poor. Hallelujah. That's what has been revealed to me. Hallelujah. And that, it is so sad that this is happening. Hallelujah. It is really, really sad that a lot of people go out there and ask for money for the poor, and they don't go out there and give that money to, to the poor. God is watching them, and they're going to answer to God. They're going to have to answer to God. Because when you ask God's people, hallelujah, to donate to give to the poor, and you don't do it, Hallelujah. You are in big trouble with our Father, with God. This is not taken lightly. I'm telling you, this is not taken lightly. These people that are doing this, they are in a world of trouble with God. Our Father God, don't take this lightly. You are stealing from God's people. In another word, you are stealing from the Lord. This is the Lord's money. Hallelujah. And this is very, very serious. Very, very serious. You don't play with God's money. Hallelujah. What needs to go to the poor needs to go to the poor. Hallelujah. That's the way it is. Hallelujah. You don't take their money. Hallelujah. They need it. They need to eat. They need to be clothed. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. We, we, we are here in America. We do great. Even though if, I, if I'm making $8 an hour and, I pay, and I'm paying rent and I got two children and all that, we're still doing great in America. We are still doing great, just making $8 an hour. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But hallelujah, if at least they will get $8 an hour in Africa. Doctors, I believe, don't get $8 in Africa. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we complain about money. Hallelujah. But compared to them, we live like kings over here. Praise God. Hallelujah. But we don't think about it this way because we've always been here enjoying our life here, having all this great stuff we have over here. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. They've always been hungry up there. They've always been looking out for food. 
Hallelujah. We can still buy a bag of bread for 99 cents over here. They don't. They can't buy a bag of bread in Africa for 99 cents. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So we have a great. We have a great. Hallelujah. I'm going to take a break, and I will be back. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we got to be so thankful to our God for everything we have. Hallelujah.
eager to write to you about the salvation we share, says uh, Jude uh, 1-3, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that the Lord once uh, has once for all entrusted to us as people. For certain individual, those whose condemnation was written about long ago has secretly slipped among you. Hallelujah. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ, our only sovereign Lord. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So, uh, this individual says, uh, 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 Jude, hallelujah, they secretly slip among us, hallelujah, uh, to try to pervert the gospel, to try to deny Jesus. And this is what it's all about with the enemy. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. He, he, he sends his, his, his sons and daughter among us, hallelujah, to, to, to deny Jesus, to deny God among us, hallelujah, and, and to deny um, the coming of Jesus, hallelujah. It is so important to the, for the devil to deceive people to not believe in the rapture, because if they do believe in the rapture, they will have hope in Jesus. And he, what he does through this is destroy hope. Because if you don't have hope in God, then you have nothing. Then you just receive the, the, the tribulation with open hand. Because you have no hope. And, and one of the things Paul said, have this hope in you. Hallelujah. The Lord will come like a thief in the night. So it's a hope that the rapture is going to happen. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the devil is, is working 24 hours a day. To try to kill God's people hope. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Because if they, if he destroyed their hope, then, hallelujah, they're not waiting for the Lord. They're not believing it's coming. And that's what's pretty much is happening in all these mega churches who are preaching against the rapture. Hallelujah. And verse 5, he said, though, though you already know all this, imagine this. The teaching about these demons says, do that to the brethren that they already knew this. Look at there in verse 5. Don't you already know all this? This is nothing new, brothers. There's nothing new. We know these, 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 these demons looking like human armantas. We already know this. This is like a reminder to you about this. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to remind you that the Lord at one time delivered his people out of Egypt. But later on, Later, destroy those who did not believe. So what I'm talking to you tonight, okay, is a, is a matter of believing. That it can be ignored if you don't believe. But if you do believe, hallelujah, you will be aware of, of it. So, hallelujah, he reminds that I want to remind you that the Lord at one time delivered his people out of Egypt. But later destroy those who did not believe. Hallelujah. So they were not aware, hallelujah, of how the devil was deceiving them 
And how the devil got them to not believe through his lie, hallelujah, that, praise Jesus, the Lord ended up destroying them, praise Jesus, because the devil, all he wants to do is contaminate, hallelujah, the faith, destroy the faith of people. So they are not waiting for the Lord, hallelujah. Then verse says, and the angel who did not keep their position of authority, but abandoned their proper dwelling, these has has kept in darkness, bound with everlasting chains, for the judgment on the regret on the great day. In similar way, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding town gave themselves unto sexual immorality and perversion. They serve as an example of those who suffer the the, the eternal punishment. Okay, what are he saying here? I want to explain this. Hallelujah, because this is very important. Hallelujah, that we understand. What, what the writer here is saying to us, that what these demons do is they want to lead people to sexual immorality. What are those sexual immorality? Uh, homosexual, lesbianist, all these things are sexual immorality. Perversion, hallelujah, that lead people, hallelujah, praise God, to the punishment of eternal fire. So they are using their stuff against people, hallelujah, so God will end up destroying them. Because of their unbelief on the word of God. So the point being here is that the devil is focusing people on all these um, gay and lesbian parades and stuff. And, and clubs and, 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 and parties and, 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 and talks and, 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 and getting a license for them to get married. And all these things, hallelujah, are, are, are the priority of, of the human being right now. The priority of our city and town and government and all this uh, is just talk about the gays and lesbians. This is the conversation of the day now. This is the latest news. You turn on Fox News, you turn CNN, you turn any channel up there, and all they talk about is these lesbian and homosexual and how all these things and all that. The conversation is just going on with all this, and it's becoming the normal now. It's becoming the normal among the churches now. Because pastors, ministers, who has a license to marry people, have to make the decision now, hallelujah, whether to marry them or lose their license. Because the state is making them marry them, to marry them, hallelujah. So all these, things, all these stuff, the devil is involving all these people and all these arguments and conversations and all that. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Getting their mind used to the garbage, hallelujah. So people will lose hope. People will lose faith in God. People will not wait for the coming of the Lord. They will, not be, they will not be focused on the rapture, but they will be focused on all these important matters, they say. What is more important, yes, those Kardashian show and all that stuff, all that garbage. What is more important than the rapture now? Nothing should be more important than the rapture. So why isn't the rapture the talk of the day? Why isn't the rapture... Uh, uh, the matter that people should be talking on television. Hallelujah. On the news and all that. Because the devil has been working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Hallelujah. To make the rapture a nonsense. To make the rapture disappear from the minds of people. But, you know, when, when, when Paul Robinson said in one of his DVD that he was one of the preachers that for many years he used to believe in the rapture. Now he don't believe in the rapture. He believes that the, the, second, the rapture and the second coming is the same thing. What a lie! 
The Lord says to me, I don't want you listening to that. I don't want you watching him, the Lord says to me. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. The Lord is so mad about this. They got God so mad about this, they don't have an idea what they're doing. Hallelujah. They don't have an idea. You know, when, when I went to the Father, I remember, and I, I, I said to the Father, if his son was God, and the Father says, my son is God. The Father says to me, they will pay for this. That, that was the last word the Father says to me. They will pay for this. Hallelujah. As they continue to deny Jesus being God, hallelujah, they don't know in the amount of trouble they are getting with the Father. The Father is so mad about this, hallelujah. Every knee will bow and will know that Jesus is God, hallelujah. God will make them, hallelujah, bow down to his Son. They have to, we have to humble ourselves to Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. And all these people are doing the opposite. Pride has blinded hum humanity. And let's pray that pride will not blind us neither, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. It is so sad what is going on up there. Hallelujah. They are denying the only Savior, hallelujah, that can save them. Buddha cannot save them, hallelujah. None of these, these so-called prophets can save anyone. They could not save themselves. Nevertheless, will they save anybody else? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Not only Jesus saved, hallelujah, all those that believe in him, but he also saved himself. He came out of the grave on the third day when they went to the tomb. He had resurrected. He has the power, John 10 said, to, to put down his life, and he has the power to raise us back up again. Who has the power besides Jesus? Nobody. Nobody else has the power to raise himself from the tomb, for, to raise himself from dead. Hallelujah. To come back from the dead. Jesus was the firstborn from the dead. Hallelujah. Good luck to those that are trying to say the other can do it too. That is a lie from the devil. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Only the Lord can do it. Only the Lord has done it. And no one else can do it. But those that will believe in him, he will raise them up on the later day. We are on the latter day. And Jesus, hallelujah, has promised to bring a home in the rapture. He is going to bring his people up very soon. He has the power to do so. Just as he has the power to save you and I, so he will have the power to raise us up in the last day. Hallelujah. If you don't believe in the rapture, you don't believe in the resurrection then. Because the resurrection is a type of... Hallelujah of the rapture. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Yes, we can pray for Nicole. We can come in agreement. Hallelujah. We only have a few minutes. Let's do this now. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We come, Lord. We ask you for our sister Nicole, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, you took on um, um, you, Lord Jesus, her infirmity, her pain, her suffering, Lord, whatever is, is, is hallelujah, Whatever infirmity, Lord, whatever pain is touching her body, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. We will ask you, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, but by your stripe, Lord, we, we, we claim and we believe that while your womb, we come in agreement. Please come in agreement with me. By your womb, Lord, hallelujah, she is healed, Lord. She was healed, Jesus, hallelujah. Lord Jesus, we proclaim healing over her body now. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. We believe her healing, hallelujah. 
In Jesus' name, believe and receive your healing system. In Jesus' name, we pray for healing. Hallelujah. Holy Jesus, Holy Jesus, hallelujah. Heal our sister, Lord. Bring total healing to her body, Jesus. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everything is possible with God. Everything is possible to those that believe. Lord Jesus, we believe you, Lord. Hallelujah. And we claim healing, Lord. We speak healing by faith in your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, hear her, Lord. Hallelujah. Take this or throw away from this sister. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In your mighty name, Holy Jesus. Hear our brothers and sisters, Lord. Praise Holy Jesus. Hallelujah. Bring healing to them, Holy Jesus. Please, Holy Jesus. Hallelujah. By your stripe, Lord. By your wound, Jesus. We are healed, Lord. Holy Jesus, heal our, our sister, Lord. In your mighty name, Lord, we believe, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Heal them, Lord, hallelujah. We come in agreement, Lord. We come in agreement for Tanya, Lord, for Nicole, Jesus. In your mighty name, Jesus, we ask. Thank you, Jesus, for the healing, hallelujah. There's healing power being released now. There's a healing anointing being released now. In Jesus' name, Lord, take this healing, take this infirmity away, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Let all power that ever be broken, all power of infirmity be broken. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, mighty Jesus, hallelujah. We believe you, Lord. We believe your word, Jesus, hallelujah. You are mighty God, holy Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy, holy Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, mighty God, hallelujah. You are so good, Lord Jesus. We receive, we believe, Lord. In your mighty name, Holy Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for healing our sister, Lord. Thank you, Holy Jesus, hallelujah. By faith in your name, Jesus, hallelujah. We claim healing, Lord Jesus, in your mighty name, Lord. Thank you, Holy Jesus. You are so good, God, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, mighty God, hallelujah. You are so good, Lord. You are so wonderful, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Lord Jesus, loosen that neck, Lord. Loosen that neck by your strike, by your wound, Jesus. In your mighty name, Holy Jesus. Loosen the Lord by your strike, Jesus. In your name, Lord. We proclaim healing over that neck right now. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. We believe, Lord, hallelujah. We are believing your word, Holy Jesus. Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Bring total healing, Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. That is sad. What happened there? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We receive healing. Hallelujah. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Who, who muted Amy? Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I really apologize for that. I don't know how that happens. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I, I did not do that. I did not mute Amy. Hallelujah. I don't know how that happened. So that came to be. Hallelujah. It must be a bug or something under under. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Okay. Praise the Lord. I must have done it while I was praying. Hallelujah. Because I was closing my eye. I must have clicked on something. I apologize for that. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm sorry, my sister Amy. Uh, you're back, hallelujah. I closed my eyes, and I guess I was clicking the mouse or something. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, hallelujah. We proclaim total healing for our sister, Lord Jesus. 
In your mighty name, Lord, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. We're believing you, Lord, in your word, Jesus. In your mighty name, holy Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We believe and we receive the healing in Jesus' name. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. I want to remind people, don't miss the morning program. Nicole is going to be with us, hallelujah. And Nicole is going to pray with us, hallelujah. For the sake also, hallelujah, we will join together in prayer, and we will pray for people tomorrow night. Don't miss tomorrow night. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't miss Saturday program. Hallelujah. It's going to be total. It's going to be all about healing. We are, we're going to expect mighty healing from the Lord. Hallelujah. And this, this, hallelujah, praise Jesus, this Saturday, we're going to ask the Lord to baptize people with his Holy Spirit. So if you've been, if you've been, Wondering about this, hallelujah, praise Jesus. There will be baptism of the Holy Spirit on Saturday. Hallelujah. We're going to jointly ask the Lord together in agreement to baptize people with the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, on Saturday, hallelujah. So expect all these things, hallelujah. They we're going to have mighty service tomorrow and Saturday, hallelujah. Live, live show, no recorded show, hallelujah. So make sure you don't miss the show tomorrow and Saturday. Because we are going to have mighty show, hallelujah. Please continue to support this program, hallelujah. We want to continue to support the poor. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And thank you, all of you, for your prayer. Keep us in prayer. It was very important in your prayer, hallelujah, that the Lord, hallelujah, <clears throat> praise Jesus, hallelujah, will help us, hallelujah. We're all this. We've been having a lot of, um, praise Jesus, hallelujah, a lot of things with, with everything we're doing, hallelujah. The enemy has been trying to come out against against myself and against all this, hallelujah. But we went praying and praying, and the Lord has been breaking all the all the plans of Satan against us. Please keep us in prayer, hallelujah. Pray Jesus, hallelujah, so the Lord will continue to give us the victory. The Lord is good and he is faithful, hallelujah. So I want to wish you, each one of you, hallelujah, a great night or a great day or whatever night you're in, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Enjoy your day, enjoy your night. Shalom, shalom. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord increase your income a hundred times and more, hallelujah. May you have abundance when, when other people are lacking. You may have abundance. May your job and company will increase. May your customer increase in Jesus' name. 